heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall and the major lift, the baffled king composing was strong but you needed proof you saw her bathing on the roof her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you and she tied you to her kitchen chair and she broke your throne and she cut your hair and from your lips you drew the heart It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah 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 Well there was a time Remember when I moved in you And the holy dove was moving too And every breath we drew is hallelujah 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 Hallelujah
Maybe there's a God above But all I've ever learned from love Was how to shoot somebody who I've drew And it's not a cry that you hear at night It's not somebody who's seen the light It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah 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 Hallelujah
State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Woo, here we go. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Happy Friday Eve, also known as Thursday to my ass family out there, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Hopefully you're having a great morning so far. Let me tell you, I am. I'm having a great morning today. I got to kill some time. Uh, until Ogre logs in, because Ogre has gifted us a, another treat, which also inspired me to where I have a treat as well. But we gotta wait. We gotta wait. So today's Thursday. Got through our hump day yesterday. Hump day. Yep. Hump day. That was yesterday. Hump day. We're moving on. We are moving on. I got daily observation. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy in the house today. Cover songs continue. I will say the first round of cover songs are what cover songs are all about. The third song in particular, I'm just telling you right now, this is why I do the feature. To find such gems like the one I found last night. Holy shit. Uh, The first round there, that was uh, Alien Ant Farm doing Smooth Criminal and then Jeff Buckley doing the uh, Leonard... Cohen version of, or his version of the Leonard Cohen song, uh, Hallelujah, which everybody plays everywhere now. But I have a double shot in the first stand. I've got a double shot of Metallica covers and then a classic done by a classic gentleman. I, I can't tell you who it is until we play them. But man, oh man, it is worth, look, look $2.99 a month, that's a bargain for what I'm giving you this week. That is a bargain. So let me say hello to everyone that's here on the Mixler board. You can write me. Uh, hi, Mama. First one here. She says, Happy Friday Eve, ass. Right back at you. Straight Fire says, I love ass. Damn right you do. Douglas says, Happy Friday Eve, my people. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a splendid day today. Andrew back in the house. He says, Happy Friday Eve, y'all. Hangtown Jen says, Good morning, ass family. Triple T says, morning, family of ass. And Alicia says, morning, ass family. It's fantastic to see all the ass family people here. That way I can share with them what a pony jar is. Pony Cum Jar Project refers to a series of viral 4chan threads posted by an anonymous MLP user in which he shared progress photographs of a glass jar containing a rainbow dash figurine which he had been filling with semen. That's right. A rainbow figurine in a glass jar, and he was filling it with semen. Lovely. <laughs> See, it was short and to the point today. I'm running out of them. I think I only have one or two left. And today, well, today, if today's Thursday and there's two left, well, here's the other one. I, uh, well, I, I eh, no, no, I won't do the other one yet. I won't do the other one yet. Um, all right, let, let, let's see. Andrew says, I, I have no words. I, I, it, it is horrible. You know what? Here, I'll, I'll give you the other one here. Snowballing or snowdropping is the human sexual practice in which one takes someone else's semen into their mouth and then passes it to the mouth of the other, usually through kissing. There you go. There you go. Pony jar, pony cum jar and uh, snowballing. I'm right. We... <laughs> We, we were describing snowballing once on the air a long time ago. And, and I used the term gentleman's relish to, to describe. 
and I got in so much trouble for that. Gentleman's relish is still one of my all-time favorite euphemisms for semen. Fucking now they are ruining rainbows and figurines. Andrew says yucca. Yeah, that is yucca. All right, let me do the daily observation. I'll keep my eye peeled for ogre. Um, I had this observation when I was going through TikTok yesterday, and I just started laughing. Uh, I, I started laughing at this. If you're as old as me or maybe even a little younger, do you remember coming home from school? You remember you had the, the cable box on the TV and you flip channels after school and you'd stop? And usually it was on the USA Network. Uh, I've known about snowballing for at least 20 years, and I got the first internet in the mid-90s. Yeah, the the snowballing thing, that, that one was made popular in the, uh, the movie Clerks. So you're sitting at home, you're done with school, you know, you just want to relax. And, and look, look, y'all can say that you didn't watch it, and that's fine. You're, you're, you're the cool kids that didn't watch it. Pretty much everybody I knew watched this shit, and it was fucking terrible. And it was simply known as Dance Party USA. Buenos dias, Ogre. We'll get back to that. Well, no, no, I'll continue. But uh, uh, Ogre, we're going we're gonna to play your treat here, and you inspired me today. But Dance Party USA was fantastic. You had all these kids, 80s hair. I mean, the fucking bangs were up to the sky. The the members-only jackets were being worn. and they're, they're, The best part of Dance Party USA, though, is all these kids dancing, doing their thing. Good morning, Arise. At Dance Party USA. Uh, uh, all the blonde-haired guys, you could see how much fucking Aquanet they had put in their hairs. You watch this dance party USA, and there was one thing missing. (laughs) The one thing missing was black kids. I thought about it last night. I'm watching this video, right? And and they're doing, like, Only in My Dreams by Debbie Gibson, and all these white kids are dancing. You know, the girls dress like Madonna. Not one black kid in there. The systemic racism in the dance parties alone. Now, now, granted, there was Soul Train. If you're old enough to remember Soul Train, now see, those people could dance. That goddamn dance party USA with the, the same white kids from affluent high schools and families wearing their Z Cavarici pants, maybe some parachute pants. Motherfuckers, they, they, they were trying to pop and lock, but they couldn't do it. I saw that video, and I just started laughing my ass off. And I realized, wait a second, there ain't no black kids in here. <laughs> All right, now, before we go on any further, I got an email from Ogre. It says, hey, Arn, here's an early gift to you and the ass family. Hope the mix sounds okay. It's an anthem for the show I composed this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, the one and only Zen Ogre. Or Ogre Zen. Is it Zen Ogre? Yeah. And the Ass Anthem.
family, we are strong. On this we can agree. Nature is not your friend. Arnie smiles on thee. OS family, we are strong. Though we disagree. Two things are asked on this show. Logic and consistency. That's all. OS family, we are strong. On this we can agree. ArnieRadio.com Here your mind is free. I got yeah, oh, that is awesome. We're like our own country now. I, I, I might have to start playing that at the beginning of the show every day and have everybody stand up. Maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. But Ogre, great job. That, that is awesome that we have an anthem now for the show. That is pretty cool. And, and you inspired me this morning. I was like, you know, uh, I, I got to add something new today. So I found, some, I, I found a post on the old Instagram. And it was written out, and I said, you know what? You know what? I can go better than, want, than writing this out. I can sing it, too. So, so, Ogre, you inspired me today. Here are the 12 Texas Days of Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas in Texas, my true love gave to me 12 brisket smoking, 11 shotguns toting, 10 flags of flying, 9 guitars playing, 8 boots of scooting, 7 broncos bucking, 6 roughnecks drilling, 5 blue bonnets, 4 pickup trucks, 3 Texas stars, 2 longhorns, and a state that's its own country. There you go. There, there, there's my, there, there's my, my little hat thrown into the old uh, holiday classics. So yes, we, we, we have uh, two new songs available. Uh, don't mess with Texas. Yeah, I, I, I saw that today in a post, and I was like, "Ooh, I should sing that." I was gonna do it a cappella at first, and I said, "No, no, 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 I'm not quite that good a singer." Uh, so we'll just go ahead and karaoke the shit out of that. And let me just tell you, I, I, this is being true. And Ratty Kid, watch me do it. One take, one take, bam! That shit, that 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 shit's awesome. One take, boom! So there you go. The twelve days of Texas Christmas. All right. So let's see. I've done the that 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 promo uh, daily observation. We can start the show now. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Let's see. Uh, first thing we're going to start with is this uh, this trial. What's happening? Not many people are watching this one. Uh, Officer Kim Potter is facing manslaughter charges in the shooting of Deontay Wright. Now, somebody came uh, forward yesterday, a Minnesota woman, who police allege Wright choked and robbed at gunpoint. At 15, a concussion ended her soccer or dreams of a soccer career. Still in her teens, her father died, and she found that she needed brain surgery. After that, she fell in with an abusive boyfriend. At 20, she kicked him out and let a friend sleep in the living room of her one-bedroom apartment to help pay rent. And then a high school acquaintance brought Mr. Wright over to the house. 
This is Dante Wright, the young man that was sh- uh, shot and killed. He shoved a pistol in her face, choked her, and threatened her life in a, in a failed attempt to steal $820, which was her rent money. She goes on to say, it says, what blows my mind is that someone can literally strangle someone to where they can't breathe. They can't even gasp for air because their airway is cr- getting crushed, she said. No one should have to go through something like that and then have to accept Death at 20 years old looking into somebody's eyes while they're holding a loaded gun at you? The victim, uh, who hasn't given her name, asked Fox News uh, to withhold her name. Although she did it in front of camera. They're trying to make this Dante Wright fella uh, uh, someone of prominence. And that he shouldn't have, uh, he shouldn't have, look, look, I can say he shouldn't have been gunned down. But once again, once again, we go to the old rule. If you comply, you won't die. There are no soccer careers in the U.S. She was in high school when she got the concussion. She, her, her career was going to be in college, Harrison. This trial's going on. They're looking to hang this police officer out to dry. And I think in Minnesota, I think it's pretty likely that this officer is going to be found guilty, sadly enough. They aren't going to take into account what kind of person Mr. Wright was or the fact that he had a gun or the fact of the matter that he tried to drive off with police holding on. We're in a state that has defunded the police, but now they've refunded the police because, well, they realize that crime is going out of hand. You could say that this woman here, uh, this robbery victim, who, once again, I don't have her name because they didn't release her name, can show what kind of character Duante Wright is or was. We'll see what the jury says, but... uh, I, 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 I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, all right. So we'll get that shit out of the way. Now, I, I know this isn't going to shock anybody, but you remember that booster shot they were talking about for COVID? Mainly because of this uh, fucking terrible Omicron that's going on right now, which, by the way, still hasn't killed anybody. Like, I, I just want to let you know, Omicron has not killed a single person. I don't think there's been anybody hospitalized yet due to Omicron. But that hasn't stopped the Pfizer CEO from coming out and saying that a fourth COVID vaccine dose may may be needed sooner than expected due to Omicron. Now, Now, let me ask you a question. Why would I need a shot for something that isn't as bad as the original? Has anybody thought about this? I mean, I know people are thinking about this, but this is what makes it so comical to me. Kale says, I heard that shot three was enough to neutralize Omicron. Well, probably not. Due to the fact that, well, they've got a fourth one. 
Somebody pointed out the vaccine cards has five slots. So I, I imagine this one might be the last one because this will fill out the cards. And I'm telling you right now, mark my words. Mark my words on this day. Today is what, December 9th? Tuesday, Thursday, December 9th. Mark my words. Because we, we've seen what the, 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 the people in power, the left, are doing right now. They are doubling down because they realize they've lost their midterm elections. So they're going to squeeze every bit of power they can in the next 11 months. And part of that power will be your vaccine cards, these vaccine passports. And, and I know it's great going around the country and seeing judge after judge after judge put a kibosh on all private businesses having to, you know, mandating them to all get their, their vaccines. There's not a state in the country that is, is, is going forward with the vaccine, which is great news. But to fly and to do certain things, you're going to have to have that card to show people. And I will tell you this right now. If, by the way, this fourth COVID vaccine gets approved by the FDA, which, by the way, it will, if you show up to a place and you only have two or three of the boxes filled out and not all five, I'm just going to tell you right, or all four, even though there's five spots. If you don't have all four, they won't let you in. If you've got two of them filled in, they aren't going to let you in. Because that would be fully vaccinated. Pfizer originally expected a fourth dose 12 months after the third, but then they told CNBC it might be needed faster due to Omicron. Once again, once again, the Omicron, and, and this is what I heard this morning. I heard this right before I went on the air. It's nowhere near as strong as the Delta variant, but it's, high, it's more contagious. You know what that sounds like to me? What, what's the most contagious thing out there? A common cold. Hence the name. A common cold. Very, very contagious. And there is no vaccine or cure for that. And it sounds like Omicron is going down that same road. You need to trademark that word. The pandemic of the under-vaccinated now. Yes, under-vaccinated. I mean, it's hysterical. It is honestly hysterical to watch this. This, Do you know what all this reminds me of? Everything that the government has done with mandates, with vaccine cards, with all this shit, because they keep changing the rules. Did anybody see the movie Vegas Vacation? Where Chevy Chase goes in there and just loses all the time because the games keep changing? He sits down to play Guess a Number. He'll never be right at it. 
I guess 24. Oh, no, it was 23. That's what they're doing here. Oh, okay, you got this shot. All right, great. Fantastic. Good for you. Remember, there was a time during this whole COVID thing that they were rewarding you with cash, free donuts, candy, chicken sandwiches for getting the first vaccine. What happened to all that shit? Oh, Alicia, you're preaching right there. She says, oh, no. Human beings have to live with viruses and bacteria and other icky things like we've had to since the dawn of time. And my favorite was, like, somebody who worked for the CDC or something, she had a sit-down interview, of course, socially distanced, but she wasn't wearing a mask, um, talking about this disease. How is it that somebody who works at the CDC can call is so dumb that they call this? It's not a disease. It's a virus. Wow. Uh, I'm reading the book Pandemia by Alex Bernson. It's illuminating about all this crap. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I'm not vaccinated, but I have to go watch the Hokies play at Yankee Stadium in their bowl. So I, I, I wonder if I'll be good. No, you won't be good. Bradley, I'm sorry. They, I, I, I believe. I, I, I'm not sure on this. You're going to have to check it out, Bradley. And by the way, good to see you on the show, buddy. Um, in New York and L.A., you can't go to any sporting events without being fully vaccinated. Or at least partially vaccinated. I, I'm not sure if it's full or partial. You're going to have to check into that. You could do what Antonio Brown did and just get a fake card. He duped the NFL for almost a full season. Granted, he got caught and he got two suspensions for it, but hey. This is the part I just don't get anymore. I don't get anymore. Why do you keep, and, and, and I should get it because it's been this way since we heard flatten the curve. Remember, it was going to be two weeks. We're all going to be put out for two weeks. That's all two weeks. And it's been two fucking years. March 1st will mark two years. Morning, everyone. What's the subject here? I missed it. Uh, We're just talking about the fourth uh, vaccination. The, the next booster. Shocker, he's in trouble, yeah. They call it disease because virus always lead to a disease at, the, at a higher rate than bacteria do. Still, though, it's not a disease. I mean, I already know it's not a disease. This is dumb. This is so dumb. Oh, it, it's more contagious now, but, oh, the effects aren't that bad? And then I, something on the news today said this has been around for over a year, but no one knew how to test for it. And because they have such a, a better way of testing down in, in – how sad it is that, that they have a better way to test for this COVID shit in South Africa than they do here. I am truly embarrassed to be an American. 
I, I really am. The way that we've handled this, it, it's nothing short of embarrassing. Look how weak it's made us look. Think about I, I want you to think about this. I, I had this conversation yesterday with a guy in the big and fat store, and he agreed, as we all have talked about this. We have a guy who looks like a weak-ass leader. Joe Biden does not ever look strong. When he whispers into the microphone, or even when he gets his mad, tough Joe, no, no, nobody's afraid of that. He's a feeble old man that can't walk upstairs. And he represents America. Let me tell you real quick. I, I don't care if you're anti-Trump, whatever. I would far rather have a brash, cocky individual representing my country because that's what other people think of our country anyway, is that we're all cocky, we're all brash, we all are rich, which we aren't. I would much rather have that person as the example of America than a little old man who falls up the stairs. Because when you fall up a flight of stairs, you start to lose respect. And that shit you ain't going to get back in, in, in this global world. You have pissed off both China and Russia. By the way, which it, it look, I could care less if China or Russia were on our side or not. It would be better if they were. But hey, fuck them. We're America. But Joe Biden ain't saying, fuck them, we're America. He's saying, please come back. Please come back. Uh, My kids went to the Stanford-Notre Dame game. They didn't check to see if they needed a negative test before they went. Well, Caden had gotten a negative test before he went to see the Eagles a couple months ago. Luckily, he has a copy of it on his phone. They were able to edit it and change names and dates so they could all get into the game. Good for him. They also have bigger issues to worry about in Africa than COVID. Yeah, kind of like us here. Oh, I've got a wonderful story about what AOC is worried about right now. That stupid bitch. Whoever said I had respect for Biden... Here's the thing. I have respect for the office. I don't respect Joe Biden. Joe Biden passed the most racist crime bill in the history of time in 1996, and yet people say he's such a great man. Oh, there's no there's no racism there. I, I, I am so tired, and, and, and this was something that happened yesterday as well. I don't, I don't have the story. I didn't get it. There's a report out there saying that the media is being far more harsh on Joe Biden than Donald Trump. I got to oh, hold on a second. Let me see this. Uh, I got to get a password. Hang on. Uh, why, why do we need so? I hate the world so much. Hold on a second here.
Okay, here we go. There you go. All right, got it there. Uh, let's see. Uh, hi, guys. Someone gave me uh, luck out there. I was hit again going to work this morning. Third accident in a matter of the past week, and I finally feel bad for, in, bad for myself enough to take the rest of the day off. Good God. What, do you have a fucking Target painted on your car? What the shit? That happened with us at Disneyland. We had to drive through testing at CVS, and they never checked vaccine status or negative test. Good. Uh, man, oh man, Steph. I'm driving next to Steph. They'll hit her on me. Uh, oh my goodness, Steph. So sorry, but kids, Stephanie, you need to be. You need that home job. Biden, who fought uh, for busing 25 years ago to prevent his kids from becoming racial jungles. Amen. Stumpy, try to avoid Turkish bathhouses with that kind of collision record. Now, now speaking of this, this is the funniest story I've found on COVID. Over in Finland, if this gal is their prime minister, I might move to goddamn Finland. Holy Lord, she got elected on, on her looks alone. I have no idea what she stands for, but I'd vote for 36-year-old prime minister... Sana Marin, who went out with some friends and her family to a club in Helsinki. Now, this is my kind of leader. And partied on until four in the morning. She forgot, quote unquote, to bring one of her work phones and missed a text that she had been she had been exposed to COVID-19. And needed to quarantine. I love this. To top it off, Marin was even pictured drinking beer at the club while she could have been spreading the virus. Oh my God! I think it's fantastic. That the leader of Finland is out drinking until 4 o'clock in the morning at a bar? Well, I don't see no rings on them fingers neither, boy. She was looking to get hooked up. She was she was looking to get a little something-something. Because you could use it in reverse, the old Mickey Gilly song for her. All the dudes get better looking at closing time. <laughs> at four, she went home with a ten, and at ten, she woke up with a four. Let's see. Uh, um, does anyone see my name? It, this is Kale. Not sure why my name says Nora Kawazana. I don't know. I'm seeing your name is Kale. Uh, Brady, I agree on both statements. Anyone need a ride? I have the perfect car to get you there safely. Is she hot? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Here, here you go. I, I'll, I'll give you the picture. Man, dad gum. She looks like a, a kind of a, a young Courtney Cox, but, but she eats. 
I guess that was one sick party. Hey, now. All right. <laughs> I mean, I find it funny that she's out just fucking partying up. Man, Finland must be a fucking blast to live in. I mean, to pay 80% taxes and all that kind of shit, that's one thing. But, man, if the leader of Finland can go out drinking until 4 o'clock in the morning, can you imagine the uproar in America? If, if President Joe Biden was just pounding brewskis back at some place up in Delaware until 4 in the morning... I kind of want to listen to Stephanie call her insurance company. Yeah, it's me again. (laughs) It's frequent flyer number two. That's sad. I'm sorry about that, Steph. Uh, Yesterday, uh, the the jury is now deliberating. The verdict for good old Juicy Smollett. This guy has lost his mind. And by the way, I love it now. I love it. Because anybody, look, you can say that black lives matter. I I support that statement that black lives matter. I do. Lady at NHP Dispatch knows my first name. Yeah, it's me, Steph, again. Um... The leader Okay. Joe might be a little late. That's okay. No big deal. Uh the leader of Black Lives Matter has come out and said this is nothing more than a white supremacist charade. And that policing must be abolished because it's an irredeemable institution. So, the story that Juicy Smollett made up that he was attacked by two white men wearing red MAGA hats, and one had a rope. He made it up. But Black Lives Matter comes out, and they say they stand by him? I don't know why it's taken me this long to realize that facts just don't matter to Black Lives Matter. This is a fairy tale. Mr. Smollett is facing six felony counts of disorderly conduct. Which carries up to three-year prison sentence per count. This was the statement from the leader of Black Lives Matter. As abolitionists, we approach situations of injustice with love and align ourselves with our community, because we got us. So let's be clear. We love everybody in our community. Oh. Okay, uh, that's our first buzzer there. 
It's not about a trial or a verdict decided in a white supremacist charade. It's about how we treat our community when corrupt systems are working to devalue their lives. In an abolitionist society, this trial would not be taking place, and our communities would not have to fight and suffer to prove our worth. Instead, we find ourselves once again being forced to put lives and our values in the hands of judges and juries operating in a system that is designed to oppress us. While continuing to face a corrupt and violent police department who has proven time and again they have no respect for black lives. Nope, nope, wrong one. In our commitment to abolition, we can never believe police, especially the Chicago Police Department, over Jesse Smollett, a black man who has been courageously present, visible, and vocal in the struggle for black freedom. While policing at large an irredeemable institution, the CPD. Wow. By the way, by the way, once again, they don't care about their own community. Where are they with the 50 or so shootings that happened last week? Really, really, Black Lives Matter Chicago. Really. You're going to stand up for Jesse Smollett. A guy who, he, he the, law, the lawyers pretty much called the two brothers liars yesterday, the two Nigerian brothers. And we all know the story. Jesse Smollett is guilty as hell. But Black Lives Matter is going to align themselves with him, a man who made up a story about getting beat up by two white guys. One had a rope. I did not realize that ropes were illegal in this day and age. I understand what it signifies and symbolizes. Which, by the way, it turns out there wasn't any white men. There was no MAGA hat. Well, there were red hats, but there was a disguise. Come on. Yet, yet BLM hasn't said one word about how many people have been shot and killed on the streets of Chicago. I'm sorry the black people that have been shot and the black people that have been killed on Chicago streets by the hands of other black people. I believe the police chief is black. The mayor is black and lesbian, if that has anything to do with it. The progressive DA tried to throw the case out, and another DA got appointed because of public backlash. But, yeah, it's all about white supremacy, right? Fairy uh, tale app choice of words for Jesse. I'm shocked how this group hasn't been shut down with deadly force. Uh, These people are fucked in the head. But there was literally nothing to do with white supremacy. It was actual Africans who were extras on his show. I know, look, 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 look. Look, look, this is the new game plan. This is the game plan of the leadership that's in our country right now, and it happens to be on the left-hand side. I am not going to say all liberals are like this, but it seems like the progressive ones are. 
they tell you something and then they stick their feet in the sand and will not move on it. Wait till you hear this. This one blows my mind. Completely blows my mind. Are you ready? I, 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 all I got to do is find the story. This is all I got to do is find this damn story. Oh, my God. Gavin Newsom, your governor of California, has come out and talked about the smash and grabs that have been happening. You remember last week, AOC, they said they weren't really a big thing. It was only just one drugstore chain that had a problem, even though we have video of people running amok in Union Square, stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of items. Okay? Governor Gavin Newsom went on The View, because what else does he have to do except run a state? I mean, why not be on a TV show? That stupid cunt Joy Behar said, California is seeing a wave of smash-and-grab robberies where mobs ransack retail stores. Your own business has been robbed multiple times. He said they couldn't even identify what they were referring to as it relates to those policies. It's a lot of rhetoric. They said it's unacceptable what is happening. Those images are unacceptable. I can give you facts, and I'm happy to share them with you. But there are feelings as well. Feelings matter more. Now, do I feel safe? Do I feel protected when you see these flash mobs? They go on. This is the part I want to tell you about. Where, uh, come on. Where, where is it, man? Oh, come on. Where is it? Ah, here it is. He goes on to say, uh, there have been arrests in L.A. and San Francisco. We recognize that we have to do more and better, but it's not unique to California. Oh, he's pushing it. He's pushing it. You have seen it in states like Chicago and Minnesota. Yeah, you think? This is not unique. Property crime has gone up in many, many states. Red, not just blue states. Violent crime and property crime, for example is higher in Texas than it is in California. Really? Really? Violent crime and property crime? Then, then okay, Mr. Mr. Governor, I have a story for you then. Please riddle me this. Why then is it that there is uh, uh, Safeway stores all over San Francisco, especially the store on Market Street, will now have uh, automatic gates and fences put up before you can even get into the parking lot? Now, I don't know about you. Now, I do know. let, Let me just say this right now. I went out yesterday. Brad Kid and I went out to lunch, had some amazing tacos. And then we went, uh, did some shopping, went to the grocery store. 
You know, there are no automatic gates letting us into the grocery store here in Texas. Even though, according to Gavin Newsom, violent crime and property fucking stealing is going through the roof here in Texas. Once again, this is somebody who is a leader who is just going to say shit. And they want you to believe it. And he only goes on programs that will not challenge him. Oh, I, 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 they won't challenge me. He asked in, in there, he goes, where, where are they showing that? And Joy Behar goes, well, they'll never show that. Yeah, they won't show it because it's not happening. It's happening in one city in Texas. Can anybody guess what city it's happening in in Texas? That's right, you guessed it. If you said Austin, they defunded their police, so of course crime rate's going to go up. You know where they haven't defunded the police? In Dallas. There's a police officer in Mesquite who was shot dead last week. His funeral is right now. It's happening right now in Rockwall at our big-ass fucking church that we got here in Rockwall. Hundreds of police are attending this funeral. You want to tell me, yeah, look, look, that stuff happens. More so than in California? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Your mayor is, your, your governor is a liar, and you guys all know that. The reason why I tell you that story is because this is the new game plan. Just fucking throw out bullshit. Throw it out there. And those people who are still left, they're going to believe it because they believe anything. What did I see? 8% of, of independents said they would vote for a Democrat in 2024. 8%? You lost. Catalytic converters, yes. Now, now I will say catalytic converters are getting stolen a lot in Texas. They're coming after those, but hey, all you got to do, like they, they did it here in Rockwall a couple weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I had to go out to the Dick Sporting Good parking lot. Met with the Rockwall police and their, their little community helpers. And they etched shit in our windows. And we, we got to take the truck in to get the, the catalytic converter etched. See, they're working on it right away. Safeway had to install gates to get into their store because of all the violent crime that's happening in San Francisco right now. N notice how he, he did never brought up L.A. L.A. is a fucking war zone. I had a story on Philadelphia and their district attorney coming out and saying, no, 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 our crime rates are the same they've ever been, minus the fact that homicides are up 64%. That's an actual number. Homicides in Philadelphia are up 64%, yet the district attorney of Philadelphia says our crime rates haven't moved. What these leaders don't understand is their uh, policies are causing people to take the red pill. I love seeing those who uh, were blue no matter what who are taking the red pill. Dicks get, uh, gave into the liberal mob and quit selling guns at their stores. Well, I didn't go in the store. I just did it outside the store. And you're right. Dicks did do that. But, hey, it's their business. They can choose to do that. 
And, Harrison, you can choose not to go to that store. I choose not to go to Dick's that often. I, I, I do. See, this, this is, and, and th- that's the part of America that I love, okay? If Dick's chooses, because it's their business, to take guns off the shelf, then guess what? I'm going to take my sporting uh, goods needs, which I don't have many of anymore, uh, to another store. Now, granted, I'll, I'll probably be called a name for doing it. I don't care. You know why? Because feelings, fuck your feelings. If dicks start to close down around the country because they can't make it happen anymore, I'm not going to feel bad at all. I, I take that back. I'll feel bad for the employees because the employees had nothing to do with the guns coming off the shelf. But why go to Dick's to buy a gun when you got Cabela's and Cabela's and fucking Bass Pro Shop? They stopped selling guns. What a bunch of dicks. I prefer a gat, uh, academy for my golf and hunting needs. There you go. Then problem solved. I feel, I honestly feel bad for residents, all residents of California. You have a tyrannical dictator running your state right now. How did I see? I I saw it last night. There there was a a British comedian. He was interviewing another uh, person, like a writer. And he said, today's comedians are the canaries in the coal mines. And he, he, he went on to further say, back in, you know, King King's days, back, back when, you know, you had King Henry VIII and all that, the only person that could be honest with the king was the joker, was the town fool, if you will, because he would tell the truth. That's what comedians do, you see. And you can, you can tell a good leader from a tyrannical leader, by the way that the comedians are treated. And this is the world that we live in now. We live in a tyrannically ran world. Because comedians come out like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle comes out and he tells the truth. It's weird. Transgendered people are weird. Okay, why? Because it's not, I've explained this so many times. It's weird, it's strange, it's different to people. Now, that's not judging it, that's telling the truth. Dave Chappelle's never said that they should be killed, they should be beaten, they should be put in camps for it. He just makes fun of them, because that's what we do to things that are different, is we make fun of it. Back in King, King Henry VIII's days, You could tell he was a tyrannical leader because if he didn't like what the comedian said, it was off with his head. You could tell a real leader by how many comedians they go through. If you want to look at it that way. 
I go to local gun stores and support local business. Those folks are uh, more helpful anyway. I've stopped feeling sorry for Californians. They let it happen and continue to allow it. State has so much to offer, yet it's just ruined because people have forgotten the rightful role of government. I, and, and here's where I stand on this. Is that there are a lot of people in California that want to keep California free and open and, and things like that. But the majority of Californians, and this is voting numbers. I'm not talking about people in general. I'm just saying the majority of Californians are a bunch of fucking idiots. They're allowing this man to be so complicit and corrupt in so many ways. How's that fast train program working out? Well, I tell you what, for your aunt and uncle Pelosi over there, which they are related, this, this, well, we're going to build it from here to here, and then we're going to build it from here to here, and oh, we haven't built anything yet, but we own the land, but we've sold the land, and we've done that. They've profited over this, almost over $100 million from the land alone. I'd like to see how much Gavin has made off of the masks. Remember, he signed a mask deal with a, a, a company in China. And then three days later, there's a mask mandate in California. That was while I was still living there. What's up, Brett? Good morning. And I get why. Look, look. This is the problem. It's the problem. People aren't going to stand up and, and, and say enough is enough. You know why? Because people have bills to pay. People have to go to work. They have to be able to pay their bills. And here's the problem. If you stand up and you say no, 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 what happens? That vocal group will call you out and they will, they will chew you up and they spit you out and you get canceled. That's what happens. That's why you don't see more people aggressively speaking out. People like Alicia, who does speak out, who goes to these rallies. But she chose to live her life the way she wanted to live her life, and she lost a lot of money for it. Now, that comes down to being with the, with the mindset of, can I afford to do this? And, and Alicia, I'm sorry I'm putting your business out in the streets. Uh, but you, I, I know your story, and you're doing all right. But you didn't work for a while because you refused to get the shot. Even though you had COVID, they still wanted you to get the shot. Even though you had COVID and your antibodies were stronger than the actual fucking shot. They still wanted you to force you to get the shot, and you said no, and then... They said, okay, here's your papers. It's amazing to, to watch what has happened to the state that I once lived in. I, 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 I just, I shake my head at it. I shake my head at it. And I'm, not, I'm here to say, I, I'm not afraid. Go ahead and try to cancel me. Good luck with it. Because it ain't going to happen. 
what's happening in California is a crime. Oh, Nevada. Nevada is going down that road. It's not quite as bad as California yet. It's getting there with their fucking drunk of a governor, Governor Sackadix. Wages loss is going to make up for the return of that lawsuit. Fortunately, I didn't get fired. They just put me on administrative leave. Thank you, Rise. Uh, good on you, uh, Rise says, good on you, Alicia, for standing for what you believe in. I, I agree. I, I hate. This is where I, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. If I was in Alicia's situation, her family and things like that, I don't know if I could have had that strength. So, yes, we need to point out the strong people that are out there that are fighting this, but there aren't enough. And I can't fault the people that don't because they're worried. They're scared. They might not be able to survive. Those are the people that I feel bad for. And it's just fucking pathetic. It's just fucking sad that your actual leader says it's safer to live in California than it is Texas. Are you fucking high? I mean, if I would have been at that press conference or if I would have been in the studio, I would have got, I would have gotten kicked out because I would have yelled, "Are you fucking high?" Really, it's safer to live in California than it is Texas. I don't think so. All right, and that stupid bitch AOC. We got to talk about this dumb fuck. And, and, and after sports, I have a great story about what could have been our president. Oh, by the way, just to let you know, uh, this is happening now. Um, mainly in Canada, but it will be in California soon. The Apple accessory, that, 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 that little thing where you can put in your backpack and you know where your backpack is and you never lose your keys and things like that, that little Apple thing. Well, criminals are buying those up and they're putting them in cars. And then when the car goes home, they know which home to go and invade. There you go. Thanks, Apple. Thanks for that wonderful technology. Uh, let's see. Um, I took a significant pay cut to make the move, but my freedoms were worth it, even for living in Oklahoma. No, I, I, look, I know the Ash family has done it. There have been so many that have done it. This is why I wake up early every morning, and I broadcast to you guys. Why? Because you guys deserve to be entertained because you work hard for your living, and you stand up for what you believe in. Fred says, good on you, Alicia. I've already put my company on notice that I have no problem being a stay-home dad. I'm still working, and they have filed religious exemptions for me. My company wants me to stay, but knows I'll, I'll walk away. Yeah. And it's safer to live in a high-security prison than it is Chicago. Oh, wait, it probably is. Most likely it is. Uh, okay, so before, well, you know what? We'll, we'll come back. We got, we'll, we'll do this after Joe because I have to talk to Joe. Joe has... Uh, a meeting today, and he has to get to it. But first, we will play our songs. We will we will continue cover song week. 
The first one I think you're going to like. The third one is my favorite. It's the reason why I did this. So here you go.
known as ass. Wow. Your ass look Wow. Good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. All right, so the first one was Hailstorm, Ride the Lightning. The next one was uh, Picking on Nashville Series. That's the album. It's a group called Iron Horse that did Inner Sandman. Now, I'll get to the third one here in a second. Uh, let's see. Hangtown Jen says, starting off strong. Uh, 100% the best. Did, I appreciate it. Straight Fire says, very good cover song. And then I went into the Iron Horse, and she says, wow, that's a change of pace, but, but I fucking like it. Uh, Ghost says, guy singing Sandman get kicked in the nuts. No, he's just a bluegrass singer. Uriah says, I can't. Uh, no, I haven't played the Aussie and Primus yet. Uh, v Coop says, Mary fuck, kill. Avril's chop suey. Ashley Ray bullshit from yesterday and the, this version of Sandman. I'd marry this version of Sandman. Fuck Ashley Ray's uh, Sweet Home Alabama and just absolutely kill Chop Suey. Hey, Arnley, have you seen the uh, Cavender twins uh, that play basketball? Presidents? Yes, I have seen them. Uh, this version of Inner Sandman, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Marry the song I've never played. Ashley Ray crap, kill Avril. All right, okay. Uh, Arise to ask on that last one, Metalachi. Nope. I have not played Hazy Shade of Winter yet. Nope. Uh, dude, that right there, that La Bamba, that was Neil Diamond. I think Neil Diamond blew away Ricky Valens or Richie Valens. Neil Diamond's version is the shit, dude. I found that I was laughing so hard. Oh, man. Do I have any easy star dub all-stars? No. Uh, no. I, not that I know of yet. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, let's call Joe Murphy because he has an appointment today, and we got to get Joe on. We got to talk about some sports. So I told him we call. We get him in and out of here. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, what's or- up, Joe? How are you? I, I look. I, I promise I'm not going to keep you long. I know you got to go to the sperm bank. And, and, well, and, yeah, like another and, donation, another yeah. junior Joey out there. I'm just trying to make the world a better place. Uh, what are there like sixty or seventy junior Joeys out there right now? There's yeah, there's uh, they did a Vince Vaughn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's oh, you. Yeah, that was my life story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get seventy five bucks a, a throw, so you might as well do it, huh? Living large, buddy. <laughs> Living large. All right. All right. So uh, let's get into football this week because we have no college. Yeah. And, and you and yeah. I, you and I will kind of like, we'll talk about college bowl games when they're decent enough. Like the first one right. on December seventeenth is like the shit house bowl. Yeah. We, we don't yeah. Have to do that. It's like uh, Iowa school of, for the death versus right. you know. Uh, but yeah, just real quick college note. Of course, Jay Norville leaving the Nevada Wolfpack to yeah. head to Colorado State. That's a big deal because he's going to a school in the same conference. Yeah, and everybody, everybody wonder. Oh, I can't. That's unheard of. I can't believe. And uh, uh, well, I can because he just became. He was the lowest paid coach in the Mountain West. He is now the highest paid coach in the Mountain West. So it's not a lateral move. I mean. Monetarily wise, no, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, I, I hate seeing that. Uh, has yeah. the University of Nevada picked a new head coach yet? No, that by two is going to uh, the running back from years, a couple years back. He's going to be the interim. Okay, so, all right. Well, yeah. there you go. 
There you go. Uh, by the way, the uh, transfer portal is wide open right now. There are reports that Spencer Rattler might be going to his, a school in the Big Ten. And Quinn Ewers, the kid who originally committed to Texas with the best mullet I've ever seen on it, kid, and then went to Ohio State so he can make some money, could be coming home, baby. Could Bring be coming home with the Longhorns. Well, he's done. You look like Joe Dirt. Go back to Texas. Damn right, man. I want that kid. That kid's the highest prospect ever. Like like all the, the numbers and stuff, he was the highest prospect ever. I want yeah. him back in Austin. Okay, that's really, we apparently we got the Pittsburgh offensive coordinator, the the Panthers <laughs> offensive right. Nebraska. So we'll we'll see. It's yeah. a year away. We got to lick our wounds and we'll see what happens next year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. College football is over for you and I because we don't have a bowl to cheer on this year. That's right. Uh, let's get to the NFL then, and we'll start with one of your teams tonight. Yep. Your main team. You're six five and one. Pittsburgh Steelers on the road against the five and seven Vikings who lost to the Lions. The Lions. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people called that. I you know what? I had I had the Lions and I also had uh, gosh, I had somebody else who just pulled it out right at the end. I can't remember uh, another big underdog. You just said week. that because you're going to the sperm bank today. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, I have a meeting with some government officials who keep emailing me with a different time. So I'm like, whenever you guys finish that donut break, feel free to give me a call. You know? <laughs> All right, so the Steelers and the Vikings. Vikings, I have a three-point favorite in this game. Yeah, I opened it four. So Steelers, uh, you know, I got to go with my Steelers, but uh, – you know, we gotta we gotta send Big Ben out with a bang. Maybe got maybe a five hundred yard game this week would be nice. Yeah, this has got to be his last season, right? Yeah, yeah. They're 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 you know I I I, I hate to see him go, but you know there comes a time when it's, you know uh, he's 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 never. I've always you know a lot of guys started hating him. I, I've always liked him, but uh, well yeah. Hopefully, I I mean I hope the Steelers win. The two and three on the road. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's you know, like I said, it's in Minnesota. It's what indoor, isn't it? Yeah. Look, look. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna say this right now. I'm picking the Vikings because I imagine they had a shit week. They are pissed off because yeah. everybody said you lost to the fucking Lions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, be angry. Co- I would. I would co- be playing angry this week. Yeah. Yeah. The coach was like, "I sure picked a bad week. You're drinking." <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the Lloyd Bridges from airplane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll be sniffing glue next week. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Ogre says, "I hope Ben retires for his own good. Three Super Bowls, two rings. Retire before you go. Absolutely. But the amen to that. All right. Next game. It's a battle of the Browns." <sighs> Uh, the the original Cleveland Browns, now the Baltimore Ravens, taking on the new and improved Cleveland Browns. Eight and four Ravens, six and six Browns. What do you think, Joe? I well, the the, the look. I mean, it, it looks like Baltimore. I mean, it's like basically a pick 'em game. They really give Cleveland a lot of credit. Um, so you know, it's a conference game. I can't. I just. I just. I like you're disdain for Oklahoma in college. I just, I hate the Ravens. I mean, we're pulling for the Browns. I understand that. And uh, I, I got the Ravens because, well, you know, Baker Mayfield plays for the Browns uh-huh. still and fuck Baker Mayfield. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. And my rules are going to come to haunt me on my next game here, Joe. 
the two and ten Jaguars are on the road against the eight and four Titans. Okay, let's see the the, the Jags and the Titans. Man, at at uh. That's in Tennessee. Yep. You love that. That's another state you love. Yep. Oh God, man, this, yeah. my rules are going to come to fuck me this week on this. I, I, I met a I met a, 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 a clerk at a mini mart once, and he's a big guy. He says, uh, "He this is a true story." He says, uh, "Yeah." And I said, "Oh, I go Minnesota." He goes, "Yeah, I played ball in Minnesota." And I go, "Oh, I said, oh, a volunteer." Huh? I go. He goes, no, I didn't volunteer. I played. And I was like, yeah, no, you didn't play at Tennessee, buddy. I hate to tell you that, but I don't know where you were for those four years, but it wasn't Tennessee. So, yeah, I was like, you just, you know. So, I, I'm i going to take Tennessee in that. Uh, look at the, what the Jacksonville, they're a four-game losing streak, making a five-game losing streak. The, but then again, eight and a half points is a lot. I mean, Tennessee, I think, is going to win the game, but. You know, it, it, it's it's actually they gotta win. So I mean, I'll take Tennessee. I'll, okay. I'll, yeah. Uh, I, I'll take the Jags due to my rules, but I, I don't Whoa. think the Jags really stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, straight fire just said Hall of Fame baby toughest quarterback to ever play the game. Talking about Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer easily. Easy Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like he's like fifth all time. Yeah. Yards and you know he's he's one of those guys that just says you be here. And I promise I'll put the football right there. Yeah, Just I agree. be there at the time, and, and I and he does it, and he does, you know. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, you, you know who my favorite Steelers quarterback is of all time, don't you? Uh, I'm gonna. I, it's too easy to say Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, but, way too easy. That's not. Uh, it. So I'm, I so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bubby Brister. No, no, Neil O'Donnell for all those picks Super Bowl Thirty, baby. Boom! We yeah. got our revenge. Uh, next game up, we got the six and six Las Vegas Raiders taking on the resurgent eight and four Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, the only guy, the only team with one more game, I think, in a row is the the, uh, the Patriots. Kansas City five in a row. Uh, they're back in a groove, but they're laying like ten points. Uh, I got nine you know, and a half. Yeah. One, uh, Vegas yeah. one of those teams. I don't know, baby. If they show up, you know, they can play. I mean, they got a shot to win, but uh, I'll take the points in Vegas in that one. I'll take it straight up. I- I'm going to take the Raiders. I think the Chiefs are due for a loss. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Let's... I think so. Uh, next one is a game that really doesn't matter, uh, but Andrew, who's in the ass family, he's a big Saints fan. The five and seven Saints against the three and nine Jets. Oh, it's the Saints at the Jets. Five. Yeah, that's uh, you know, Ellen DeGener is a big Saints fan. Uh, well, she's from New Orleans. Was, yeah, she's from New Orleans. She has like a Drew Brees jersey, uh, and she wears Joe Murphy underwear. So that's uh, <laughs> uh she said this guy, I wear Ellen underwear, she wears Joe Murphy underwear. Um uh, New Orleans has lost five in a row. Make a pick. The Jets. Whoa. They go to four and nine. Whoa! I, I'm I got. I'm going to take the Saints. The Saints came okay. close to beating the Cowboys last week, so I'll take the Saints. <laughs> yeah, that juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> 
You know what they have a lot of in New Orleans? Dykes. Thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. Uh, How about this one? How about an old rivalry sparked up again? The 8-4 first place Dallas Cowboys taking on the 6-6 Washington whatever the fucks. (laughs) How about them Cowboys? Damn right. Okay. We got got the... We got the uh, Washington Football Club. I think I think they play Manchester United next week. So uh, uh, <laughs> four in a row. I I like the skins at home. You going against my Steelers? I'm going against the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, look, look. Pollard is out. Our backup running back, who's better than Ezekiel Elliott, is yeah. out. He's hurt. Zeke says his knee is feeling better, but I don't have any trust in Zeke. If the Redskins could win a game, this would be it. But they ain't because how about them Cowboys? Oh, God. Get some, get some final net on that hair, Jimmy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to whoop that ass this week. All right. How about the Falcons? And Oh, fuck. This game sucks. The 5-7 wow, and seven Falcons five and seven. against the 5-7 and seven Panthers? Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. oh, man. Our, on our way to mediocrity. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, the Panthers win this one. They're favored by a field goal. That's, yeah, no problem. I see, yeah. I see Carolina win that. Yeah, I, I got to agree with that one. And, and here's something I need to get off my chest. I've been seeing a lot of ads with this Christian McCaffrey fellow, the running back for, the, yeah. for him. I, I mean, could he have more going for him? Good-looking guy, rich, went to Stanford, so he's smart. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, and, I mean hey, Jesus. Yeah, you know, Gary Stafford, uh, you know, uh, nipples, you know, I, he does call me for, you know, tips on the ladies. I'll yeah. try to give him a few pointers. And, you, and you're the man to but, go uh, to. I, another Stanford guy, which I'm going to be fired up to see. We got Tiger and Charlie on yeah. the course next week. I'm fucking happy. I'm telling you right now, Joe, bet it all. Bet it all. Charlie, yeah, Charlie's no, no, a beast, no, no, too. No, no, I no, love no. watching the kid play, too. He's I'm not great. talking about the fucking kid. Listen, oh, Joe. Sorry. 20, 23 <laughs> Masters. 20, okay. 23 Masters. Tiger Woods will win the green jacket again. I would. Uh, nothing make me happy. I mean, I've always been a huge Tiger fan, so I'm always following yeah. the Tiger. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I called it as soon as the car accident happened. I said, he's going to be back. He's going to win the Masters in two years. And watch me be right. Uh, all right, next game up. We got the uh, boy. This is embarrassing. The four and eight Seahawks against the two and ten Texans. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, hey. Who's a, uh, who's that that uh, Russell Wilson's married to? Uh, uh, the singer. Yeah, the one Sierra? singer. Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but yeah. doesn't spell it the right way. She spells it with. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, I see. The thing is, if you if it's, if it's feasible, I'll take it. Like Far. No, his name is Fabre. I don't give a crap how you want it. It's Fabre. If you can't put the R before the V, so. Yeah, when people spell it, or Charday. You know, it's Charday. Yeah, I can exactly. take Charday, but not Charday. There's no R. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, you're absolutely right. People just people just make up and say what they want. You know, they, no, then spell it that way. I don't know. I, I'm a man of logic. Yes, you okay. are, and that's why we have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
I, I just supplement my income with this, Joe. I'm in the catalytic and booty business. <laughs> All right, so do you like anything in this game, the Seahawks and Texans? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to take the Texans at home. Uh, wow. Especially there, we got Seattle favored by seven and a half. Uh, I think the Texans will go ahead and uh, they nut up and win one this week. Okay. All right. How about the one in 10, one 10 and one Lions? Taking on the six and six Broncos. Oh God, that you got it. The brother, I mean, the Broncos are favored by nine. Uh, I I can't see him. I just can't see him losing that game. But uh, you know, I mean, Detroit. There's two teams that. I mean, Denver's still got a shot. You know, to stay in it. So, and they're at home. I'll take the Broncos on that one. All right. Oh, McCaffrey is out in the in the Panthers game. But don't. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, all right. How about the Giants, the four and five, four and eight Giants taking on the seven and five Chargers? Yeah. Well, since the New York Giants, uh, well, they're they're on the road. They're really always on the road. So uh, I say they, I, I think the Chargers win this one. The Chargers again. They got to, you know, stay in it. Wow. They opened at seven. It's now ten. The Chargers are favored by ten. So. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think he's still going to be out. So uh, I like the Chargers. That's like one of the forty to ten yeah. ball games. Yeah, I like the Chargers in that one. Uh, that one's a no-brainer. All right, next three games. Uh, well, the, la- the Bradley's already made a pick on the last game, but we'll get back to his pick. Next game up are the six and six Niners taking on the seven and five Bengals. This is two Super Bowl rematches right here. Yeah, we got okay. San Francisco at Cincy. Uh, San Francisco still in the hunt. Uh, Cincy, uh, I like. I, you know what? I, 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 I don't. I want the Niners more. I think Cincy will win that, but I need him to lose. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I like the Niners. Uh, and they, uh, this thing opened Cincinnati a two and a half point favorite. It's now the Niners are a one point favorite. So all the money's going on the Niners so yeah. far. So. I like to bet against the money, so I like Cincinnati, but I, I, I will I won't mind if the Niners win. Uh since I, I, I don't like the Niners and I don't I, I just don't. I, I like Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. Uh I, I, I'm gonna pick the Bengals here. I think the Bengals are gonna okay. bounce back from their loss last week and come out and win this one. Speaking about losses last week, the seven and five Bills who lost on Monday night. Great game. Well, it wasn't really a great game, but it was a good game. It was decent. Take yeah. it on. Man, you think the Bills had enough fucking anything that had to do with New England? Now they got to take on Tom Brady and the 9-3 and three Buccaneers. Yeah, who have not lost the game at home, yep. the Buccaneers this year. Uh, Three-point favorites, three-and-a-half. Uh, uh, boy, if, if the Bills show up, they obviously can win. Uh, I'm going to say this one ends in a tie. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I would love it to end in a tie. I love it. I'd rather see Tom Brady tie than lose. Just a, like, <laughs> you know, because nobody likes to tie, you no. know. Uh, I, man, this is a tough game for me. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to stick with the Bills. I, I, I'm going to stay on my Bills bandwagon I, just because I want to be consistent with it. I like the Bills. I think they can do it. Okay. All right, and in, yeah. in Sunday night game, the battle of the NFC Norris division, the four and eight <laughs> shitbag Chicago Bears are taking on the nine and three Green Bay Packers. Bradley, 
He said, upset of the week, the Bears beat the Packers. You heard it here first. Bear down. Well, and of course, it's a Bears game. So uh, that same night, I have a decision to make. I, I either have to go to a, I either have to go to a root canal or a Chris Payne watch party. So I don't know. <laughs> I'd go to the Chris Payne party decked out in Packers gear. <laughs> okay, he's watching Packers. Wait, okay, I'll uh, I'll reschedule that root canal. Um, there you go. So uh, yeah, I, I like the Packers five and zero at home. Lambeau. Uh, I, 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 Chicago ever scored more than ten points in a game ever? I just, I mean, I don't. I, I think just, the, the last time was when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Joe Callis was on the. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they just, they just, they bore me. You know, like you say, they just, they bore you. They, they just, you know, you don't think of touchdown, touchdown with the Bears. You think three yards and a pile of dust. Yeah, you know? like, there, there's so, nothing exciting about that team. Nothing yeah, at so all. They're I'm, very bland. They just really are. They just really never like put it together. So uh, I, I like the Green Bay to stay uh, to stay uh, undefeated at home. Yeah, I, I, I like but it's that. Twelve play. and a half points. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, Green Bay will cover too. It's it's, it's yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Monday night game. Actually, good Monday night game again this week. The eight and four Rams taking on the ten and two Cardinals. Cardinals. I guess they're for real. I mean, I kept waiting for them to become the Cardinals again, you know, and they never did. They still just keep winning. So and winning on the road a lot. So uh a field goal favorite over the Rams. Uh yeah, the Rams aren't impressing me. I, I like Arizona to cover. I like Arizona to win this ball game. Tyler Murray, I think is he back? Uh, I think he is, and I hate his gut. So I know you. I know you do. So I'm, I'm going to say it. I throw dude. out a name one of these days where you go. I really like that guy because I, every time you throw out a name, you're like, I freaking hate that guy. I, all you got to do is say Colt McCoy, and I'll like, I like that guy. <laughs> Colt McCoy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think the Cardinals turn into the Cardinals starting this week. I think the Rams get back on track. The Rams back on track. Yeah, I have like a dollar fifty in my SoFi account, but I keep that card so I can go to the VIP lounge at SoFi Stadium. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, hey, uh, you get your stuff handled, buddy, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. Thanks, Arnie. All, All right, right buddy. See ya, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, and we 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 still got time in this break to to go back on some of these uh, uh, comments in here. Uh, Ogre says, in spite of the 49ers having a crappy season, I got to say the NFL in general has sucked. Zero consistency from any team. And I, I have to agree with that. And, and the reason why it's that way, Ogre, is because the NFL wants it that way. They want all of this. Uh, they like to say parody. And. I've already used the word once today, which blows my mind that I'm going to use the word mediocrity twice because that's what the NFL is now. It's about who is the best mediocre team out there. Sure, you got a couple teams out. You got the Cardinals who are 10 and 2, but they're probably going to end up probably like 10 and maybe 11 and 5. Now, that's a good team, but there isn't anybody blowing anybody out of the water. And that's the way the NFL wants it. Why? Because the NFL is all about every team winning the Super Bowl. I, I've stated this since the salary cap went in place. The salary cap was the worst thing to ever happen to the NFL. 
The salary cap in basketball works because if a guy stays with his home team, it doesn't count against the salary cap. The NFL has no, and this is me going on a rant right now, and I'm sorry, but the NFL has no love for loyalty anymore. Players get drafted. You, do you remember when, like, like, like a quarterback would get drafted to a team and stay there his entire career? And you would have foundations there, and then he would live there afterwards. Kind of like you know, the last one I can think of, really, uh, besides uh, you got John Elway, Troy Aikman, Jim Kelly. I mean, you can't even say that about Tom Brady because he's in Tampa now. Because they become good players. This is the thing. The, to me, the, the, uh, uh, Charles, Charles Woodson is the example of examples. Charles Woodson was drafted by the Oakland Raiders. Now, he was a great player. He won the Heisman Trophy in college, beat out Peyton Manning for the, the, the Heisman Trophy. He was a good player then. But when he went to the Oakland Raiders, they turned him into a fantastic player. But the problem is, is that they couldn't afford to keep him. If they were to change the NFL salary cap to what the NBA salary cap is, I think we would see a lot more loyalty. We would see guys sticking in the same cities. Look, Aaron Rodgers is not going to retire a Green Bay Packer. He is going to end up playing for another team. Charles Woodson then went to the Green Bay Packers and then came back to the Raiders. Charles Woodson should have never left the city of Oakland. You have all the the, the free agency market, the, the prices these teams can play, and, and this is the part that I don't understand the most. We, the fans, are okay with it. I'm not. It pisses me off. It pisses me off because we don't tell Home Depot how much money they can spend in advertising and paying their employees just so Lowe's doesn't go out of business. And that's what the NFL is telling their teams, hey, you can only spend a certain amount of money because we have to make sure everybody has. No. No, and and, and fuck small markets. There's no such thing as a small market in the NFL. No such thing. Those are the top 32 markets, minus 31 markets, and Green Bay. Those are huge markets. And the thing with Green Bay is that they're a city-owned team pretty much. The fans own that team. So, of course, they're going to dump money into it. What I have to say to teams that don't spend money like the, the Lions is fuck you. If you want to win, spend money. Stop drafting wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver in drafts. Get a line to protect Barry, Barry Sanders. Do what the Dallas kids, I, I I'm sorry that they're stupid. I am truly sorry that, that the people that run the Lions are stupid. And at that time, the people that ran the Dallas Cowboys, i.e. Jimmy Johnson, was very, very smart, and he spent a lot of money on his offensive line. And that's why Emmitt Smith has the all-time rushing record. Now, a lot of people will go, well, Emmitt Smith's not the greatest running back in the world. I agree with that. He has the record. I love Emmitt Smith. 
He's one of my all-time favorite running backs. But the Cowboys knew how to spend the money, and that was before the salary cap. And I'm here to say it right now, and you guys, yeah, yeah, Emmitt Smith should have never played for the Cardinals. That was embarrassing. But it was due to the salary cap. And I'm here to tell you right now, dynasties are good for sports. What they've done in New England is, is, it won't be done again. What they did with Tom Brady, because this is where I'll give it up to Tom Brady. Tom Brady should be the highest paid person in all of sports. You can love him, you can hate him, whatever. Motherfucker's got seven Super Bowl rings. Seven. How is he not in the top five paid quarterbacks when he got his sixth? Because he knows that he has to give money back so they can sign other players on the team. There will never be another player like Brady. And I'm not talking about his on-the-field stuff. I'm talking about what he did off the field. Because it's all about me, 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 me. And we're seeing this at a lower level. I found out the reason yesterday... And it was before rules had changed. This kid who I want to come back to Texas, uh, this high school football legend, the kid with the blonde mullet, Quinn Evers is his name. He committed to the University of Texas. And then the NIL thing happened where you could sell your likeness and things like that, and they were still evaluating it in Texas. And he realized that he could make more money. He could make a lot more money if he went out of state. So he went out of state, signed some big contracts, drives a $100,000 pickup right now that Marky Mark gave him because Marky Mark owns a car dealership right outside Columbus, Ohio. He's got a deal with him. He's got a multi-year deal with a, 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 an autograph signing company. He's got his millions. He can come back to Texas now and make some Texas money. But he didn't go to the University of Texas because he wasn't going to get paid enough. It's a high school senior. I hate it. I hate what's happened to college sports. I hate what the NFL is doing. This this battle in Major League Baseball of the millionaires, the multimillionaires are going against the billionaires. Cry me a fucking river. Cry me a fucking river. That you don't make enough playing baseball? Really? I'm never going to tell somebody how much they should make or how much they can or can't make. But come on. I, I, I mean, really, come on. You're a multimillionaire and you get to play a game, but you want to make even more and you want to take a bigger piece of the pie against the guy who runs the organization, has to get the advertising, has to sell the tickets, has to have the hot dog vendors come in there. That guy with his investment in that team, his risk he took to get that team, doesn't deserve to make as much as he does. I say bullshit to that. But it is tiring to have these millionaires fighting these billionaires. This is why I love college sports so much. Or at least I did. Because it was the last, last beacon of hope for athletics. I guess I'll have to go down to high school, but how long will that be before it's tainted? 
It, it, it's all so maddening. Uh, uh I think Drew Brees is the closest thing we've had to a legacy quarterback recently, but even he got traded. Well, he didn't get traded. He pretty much got released from San Diego. I mean, they were going to release him. It was kind of a deal like that because he blew out his shoulder, came to the Saints, and was an even better quarterback than he was when he was in San Diego. Let's see. Emmitt Smith got touchdown record for Arizona. Yeah, but he got the rushing record with the Cowboys. Uh, one thing I totally respect about Brady. Ogres' dynasties are so good for sports. It gets people talking. It creates sentiment, memories for, of the wins, the grudges against those dynasties. Partly absolutely sucks. Part of me uh, wants the Bucks to win the Super Bowl again just for that idea. Yeah, I, I agree. Look, I hate the New York Yankees I, as a Ranger fan. But, man, oh, man, I respect the shit out of that organization. I do. I think I think it's I to me it's the top organization in all of sports. George Steinbrenner invested money to buy a team. And look what he did with it. Jerry Jones, you can love Jerry Jones or you can hate Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys for $125 million. The Dallas Cowboys today are worth $5.2 billion the most valuable franchise in all of sports. That includes uh, the, the, the European football, soccer, as we know it here in, a, in America. I have no problem with that. Zero problem with him making all that money. Yet the NFL wants everybody. I used to say it like this. The NFL wants everybody to have 32 jerseys. Because that's what the league's all about, selling jerseys. And uh, nothing makes me more angry than that. Uh, let's see. Uh, the only partly that would be good for the Kings to win the NBA title, and then they can go back to sucking. Okay. Uh, as a pro athlete, great, get paid, get yours. But as a person, I would hate to say I played for the NFL for 12 years and have no Super Bowl. Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets and made – Bank, but he went to the Jets, yeah? He was touring the campus yesterday at Tech. Well, he's in Austin today. By the way, he ain't going to make dick money out of Tech. I'm just telling you. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go there because the kid's not that smart, so he might not be able to get into Texas. And, yes, the hypocrisy is meant to be sarcastic. Do uh, you think that the sales team at Marky Mark's car dealership is called the Pafunky Bunch? Probably. Ogre's got to go. Uh, have a great day, my friend. Uh, Jerry Jones, greater than Mar Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make it a good one, Ogre. Catch you tomorrow. The NFL wants equity. Equity. Look, hey, man, the NFL, the players want that or the team wants that? But you got into Texas. Yes, I did. I was pretty smart, though. I mean, I, I did really, really well on the SAT. That's pretty much the only reason why. Uh, all right. No, I had a couple stories from the first break that we didn't get to uh, that I wanted to tell you about. The first one is this one about AOC. This is so funny to me. This, this, this is the funniest shit. 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has spoken out about the hypocrisy of gun-wielding Christmas card photos. In a tweet Wednesday, she called out far-right Congresswoman Lauren Bobart of California, who posted a picture of her family, including her small children, holding rifles in front of the Christmas tree, and says, tell me again where Christ said, use the commemoration of my birth to flex violent weapons for personal political gain. You know what I have to say to AOC? It's pretty simple. Do your fucking job. How does you tweeting out about a fellow congresswoman and her Christmas card actually first help the constituents that voted for you and secondly, help America? How do you have time to do this? Why are you worried about a Christmas card that she sent out? And let me just tell you, she probably sent them out to her close friends. And I would imagine, because you see, this is what we do here in this country and pretty much all over the world because human beings are a creature of habit. And we tend to hang out with people that are like-minded with us. I don't think that anybody who got the, the what's her name, Bobart's, the, the decent-looking congresswoman, the, the Bobart's Christmas card, opened that card and said, oh, my God, her children have assault rifles. I don't, I, I don't understand how you have time for that. What about the people in your district there that you're representing? Do you think that they care about that, or do you think they care more about their heating bills this winter? Uh, you called out a family for the way they take a family photo. Who the fuck put AOC in charge of it all? And when did AOC Christmas card photo approval program start? Exactly. This, this to me is just is, is another fine example of them grasping at things. Oh, th- this is going to cause violence. Really, a Christmas card is going to cause violence? And she's got four boys. They all have rifles. Looks like they all have the AR-15. I, I'm not good with guns, so I don't know if that's all the AR. Uh, Arise says, adios, heading to a work thing. Have a great day. But come on. Uh, all you got to do, a- AOC. Do your fucking job. Don't worry about somebody's Christmas card. That, don't, don't worry about that. that that's not going to help. Whatever happened to helping your 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 niña, your grandma, down in Puerto Rico? Remember how how the hurricane, what Hugo or Harvey or one of them, fucking ripped apart everything in Puerto Rico? And her granny's living in some subsidized home now, even though she makes close to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year, drives a brand new Tesla. And wore a dress to the uh, to that one gala. Was it the Met Gala she went to? They cost forty thousand dollars. But you want the United States government to take care of your niña. There's two words, AOC. I'd like you to hear. 
and maybe one of your staff can look them up and explain it to you. It's called personal responsibility. This congresswoman didn't see anything wrong with this card, and by the way, neither do I. You know why? Because that's not my family, and I don't really know or care about them. If that's the way they want to live their life, I live in America. Don't tell me how to live. I ain't going to tell you how to live. If you can't see the writing on the wall right now what the progressives want, I can't paint it any clearer than this picture right here. By the way, what happened if all all those guns, which I know they're not, what if they were fake? Is that an okay Christmas card? You see her kids hunt, and they go outdoors and they shoot, so these might be things that they really wanted for Christmas. Ooh, Josh Duggar found guilty? Is anybody shocked at that? Anybody? I'm done with my AOC bashing now because she's such a stupid gash. Let's see if I can find it now. Uh, Okay, you're not. Let's see. Guilty of what? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Go to this. I haven't covered this a lot because I think it's gross. Uh, he was on, on trial for trial pornography. Um, he's found guilty on both charges of receipt of child pornography and possession of child pornography, and he faces up to 20 years in prison and up to $250,000 for each case. He had kitty porn. I don't know much more about it, and look, the, the Duggars, that, that's that weird family that has like, what, 48 kids? Well, you had that many kids, you know you're going to have one that's really fucked up. I'm sorry, 19 kids. That's just gross, man. So there you go, he, he was found guilty. And our final story here, right now he won't be making any of his more kids to Yeah, exactly. He won't be making any more kids. Hillary Clinton came out yesterday. And she reveals her would-be 2016 victory speech. But before that, she blames sexism and misogyny for her loss. It, of course, wasn't her terrible politics. It wasn't the fact that she was passing out at different stops. And it wasn't, damn it, bratty kid, Jesus. And it wasn't because the world is frightened of her. No, 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 it was misogyny and sexism. These are her words. And finally, Hillary Clinton, the former Secretary of State. Look at this. Sitting down with Willie Geist in a revealing conversation for Sunday today and talking about her upcoming master class, Clinton shares 
the would-have-been victory speech she wrote leading up to the election and the election night in 2016. that is going to stick out to most people in this master class is an extraordinary one mm. where you sit down and you read what you call the would-be victory speech. Mm -hmm. My fellow Americans, today you sent a message to the whole world. Yeah, we hate what you. What compelled you to sit down and revisit <laughs> that speech? Well, I wanted to be as helpful as I could to the viewers and to the process of being in a master class. So I didn't, as you know, write a concession speech because even though we had a lot of bumps those last 10 days, uh, I, I still thought, you know, we could pull it out. So I worked on um, a speech that really was about my journey and had a, had a real emphasis on my mother's life and journey as a way of, you know, making it clear that yes, I would be the first woman president, but I, I like everybody, uh, stood on the shoulders and lived the lives uh, and the experiences of those who came before us. I dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. No you tears are running survive. down her face. These are, these are crocodile tears. You will have tears. a good family of your own. No, no, you won't. And three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> oh, she is so full of herself. By the way, by the way, isn't it weird that she's just popping up? That's peculiar, isn't it? She just, poof, came out of nowhere. Got her pantsuits all back from the dry cleaners. Everybody's wondering, oh, who's going to run in 2024? I, th I think that concession speech right there pretty much was her throwing her hat in that damn ring. And they better expand that ring because her ass got fatter. Um, yeah, on my end, uh, it says Brady Kid. I that, I said, what the fuck? My name doesn't show as Brady Kid. Yeah, everybody's people have been having problems with that. Straight Fire says he's Nacho Twenty One Hundred One. Then it changes. Your name is fine on my end, Brady Kid. Uh, the name showed as Maliano Calbero. Or some shit earlier. Uh, then I changed it back. All right. Well, I I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we will take a break though. It's seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com if you want to write the show. Now we got our three country songs here. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna do it this way here because I I do love this. So I'm gonna play Sturgill last. First one. We got Waylon Jennings covering one of the greatest songs of all time. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill. He sounds too blue to fly. The midnight train. Is winding low. I'm so lonesome I could cry. 
1357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. All right, so in that one we had uh, Waylon Jennings doing I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Phenomenal. Probably my third or fourth favorite version of that one, Waylon. Hank Sr.'s number one, of course. Then it's a battle between do I keep it original and go Aaron Tippin or do I do Willie Nelson's version? Because Willie does that song so fantastically. Understand Your Man, a hit by Johnny Cash, and that was Dwight Yoakam covering that. And the final was Sturgill Simpson doing In Bloom. Now, a lot of you liked it. Uh, Jenny US6 did not. So this version makes me want to do a 40-yard dash on a 30-yard pier. I do like V. Coop saying, if Kurt Cobain heard this version, he'd lose his mind. Oh, wait. And then Douglas says, V. Coop, correction, this version would <laughs> blow his mind. <laughs> now, see... That's funny. Whenever we can do Kurt Cobain humor on this show, you know I'm happy. I mean, come on. He would be blown away. I, I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait, uh, uh, Lisa says, I'm liking this version. And look, look, here's the thing. I love Sturgill Simpson. That was off his album, uh, one of his very first ones, uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth. He had a record he released this year. He released uh, three records, I think, in the last year. The last one uh, was good. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Cutting the Grass, the, his picking on uh, his his Bluegrass tribute album, my favorite album of the year until uh, is it Relentless? Is that the name of the album? Because I, I I really like this new artist, and there aren't a lot of new artists out there that I like especially country artists, but I like uh, Reckless is the album. This gal, Morgan Wade. By the way, found out she was born in Tyler, Texas. Of course. But if you're looking for an album to buy a country fan this year and they said, get me some new country, I'd either go Sturgill Simpson or Morgan Wade. One of those two. You'll be, you'll, you, they will love you forever. Just telling you that right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, I love these Alec Baldwin jokes and memes. Uh, I had to delete my account and start a new one. I think I got hacked. That's kale, special kale now. I think everybody, like, I'm seeing all your names fine. Nobody's name has changed for me. You guys are saying that, like, you know, your names are changing up here, like Braddy Kid says, now I'm Naria LD with a ghetto picture. All your stuff still comes across as as bratty kid with the roses. Kale, you started a new one, and I just got the thing saying you started following me, okay? Uh, you don't have to yet. I'll, I'll, I'll write Mixler and tell him what's going on. See what's going on. Stephanie, it says, it's Steph. She says, oh, weird. Every time I would post, it was changing my name and photo. Yeah, but see, it... it uh, Alicia tells everybody to change your password. Okay. I've been sassy Pammy in this morning and someone else. Now, Lyo Bosa 8. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like I said, you've always been, it's always been your original stuff with me. So I don't know what's going on with them. I wish I could tell you. But I will write them. I will let them know. I, I'll report it. I'll take care of it for everybody. Don't worry. Boy, oh, boy. 
this next story. This is the weirdest thing. Ken Dog says, test. Hangtown Jen, you all look uh, the same to me. Yeah, me too. If you live in any of these school districts, Sacramento City United, Los Angeles, Santa Ana, Oakland Unified, and other California districts, I would say uh, it's time to pull your kids out of school. I know that's very dramatic. <laughs> oh, good. I can start talking shit about Arnie won't know. Arnie sucks and AOC for president. Thank you, Jeannie US6. Oh, I'll know. Mm. You're saying, why, Arnie? Why should we come over? Well, first of all, they're in the American school system, so that's one thing. Secondly, these, these school districts have decided to limit the use of the grade D, and they have phased out the grade of F. High schoolers now who fail a test or a homework assignment will now be assigned a do-over, or they'll be given more time to complete their work. Students who don't ever finish the assignment or who fail the final exam will earn an incomplete, according to Bay City News. The move is called competency-based learning. By the way, uh, let, let, let me just say this right now. The move is called estupido. The move is called pandering. The move is called pathetic. You're not teaching your kids anything. At all. If, if you limit the letter grade of D, you're, you're, you're giving these kids false hope. And if a kid fails, once again, I will say it on this show. Failure is the greatest teacher out there. Do you know why? Let me let you in on a little secret. Back when I was growing up, I know that that now summer school is cool for kids to go to so they can get extra credits and they can get higher GPA and all that kind of bullshit. Well, let's go back to my day. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be blunt and straightforward. If you went to summer school, you were stupid. The end. You were the dumb kid in class. And I'm here to tell you parents out there, and I'm here to tell all you kids that are listening in mom and dad's car or listening when you shouldn't be, school is not that hard. Now, if you have learning issues then yes, I understand. That's a different story because you need you need things to be slowed down if you're dyslexic, if things like that. They have so many tests for that now, they can figure that out. This isn't like when I was going to school. If you went to summer school, you were a dumb shit. 
and all the kids knew it. That's the only reason why I tried in school. A lot of that's true, Stackar. We only had white chalk. And only had black and white. We, we, we had color TVs. So now we're all guaranteed to be average or above. God forbid a kid fails, feels the pain of failure, learns from said pain, and gets fucking better. Oh, wait, that's too painful for our kids. So just let them all be winners. They all get to be valedictorians as well? No, because they phased out valedictorians because valedictorians made other kids feel bad because they actually did the fucking work. I'm not making that up. Yeah, see, Stackar had changed. It, it, it did change, not only with the chalk, but Stackar says, I went to three years of summer school, and, uh, and senior year, I only had three classes. I was home by 11. Now, a lot of kids figured that out. Doug has sent me a video. Okay, so let's see. Um, how government caused the boy crisis. Can't watch it now, but... I'll check. I, I will check it out, Douglas. Thank you, and I'll report back. Um, in my job, I review investigation conducted by my agency. If I determine the case was not uh, thorough enough, I cannot call the case insufficient or unsatisfactory. I have to call it a mulligan. So even the military needs soft language and can't handle the word fail. Uh, my social life meant more to me. Few hours during the morning in the summer got me away from my parents. I'm sure they weren't complaining either. Once again, I'm I'm quite a bit older than you. And and by the way, by the way, I brought home in in my career, in my high school career, I brought home two Fs. Well, actually, that's my whole school, and I, I didn't get straight A's and B. I got B's and C's. That's what I got in school. I was an average student, okay? The one F I got, and I'm not kidding about this, I got an F in art. I put the F in art. Uh, I got an F in art because, A, I hated the teacher. She was a complete bitch. Um, I, two of my best friends were in the class and I just didn't want to do the work and I skipped the class so many days. I didn't want to do it. And I got an F in the class and my dad lost his shit with me. My dad lost his shit with me in seventh grade when I was in algebra two. I was in algebra two in seventh grade. I tested uh, above average and I was able to take it and I couldn't catch on right away. First report card came out and I got a D. Man, my dad was so disappointed in me. I got I got a few more D's in, in, in my high school career. Keep it clean, people. Um, but yeah, I only failed one class all of my years in high school, and it was art. I couldn't make an ashtray. I can't do clay work and shit like that. I, I, I have no patience for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's the eight-point buck. How many points does my buck have? Oh, yeah, it's only the eight-point buck. <laughs> I had to look at my tattoo. Um, 
I only had A's and one F in sixth grade. Got the F in handwriting. Well, F, uh, went Mrs. <laughs> F you, Mrs. Winston. <laughs> we don't even write anymore. Everything's on the phone and computers. I lost my virginity thanks to summer school. All right, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure you got a D in high school. There it was. Waiting for that sorry joke. I set myself up for that one. This is stupid, though. You're getting rid of D's and F's in school. How will kids learn? See, we used to worry about the entire class instead of the individual student. If there was one kid popping off in school because, well, he didn't get it. And, and we, look, kids aren't the smartest people in the world, and, and this is why adults saw through it. Is if there was a kid making a lot of noise, making a lot of ruckus in class, it's because he didn't understand. And he wanted to get kicked out of class. You don't think that's going to happen even more now? Right when you said, keep it clean, my mind went straight in the gutter. <laughs> I thought of how your out's doing. Uh, they're tired of too many students getting D in high school. Well, then you know what they need to do? They need to become better teachers. You can bitch and moan about how much teachers make, and I think teachers are grossly underpaid. I've said that forever. I, I am a big fan of teachers. Not necessarily teacher unions, but of teachers, yes. I think teachers are grossly underpaid and, and even more grossly overworked. Back in my day, the kids had to take the responsibility for the kid failing because it was the kid's fault. Now it's the teacher's fault. Boy, isn't that something, how we push the blame? See, and this is another reason why I'm glad I never had children, at least that I know of. If Arnie Jr. came home and he had an F on his fucking report card, oh, let me just tell you this right now. I am painting that back porch red. I, I, I am, I, he is going to be digging holes and filling them up in the backyard, just like in Cool Hand Luke, over and over again until I think he's tired. Hey, you got enough time to be on that computer, but you don't have enough time to study? Guess what? Computer's getting thrown out. You know, you can't have my login because, well, I, I didn't fail in school. Oh, I, I would I, I, this. We've overcoddled our children. We have completely overcoddled children. I don't know about you, but has anybody gotten to this point yet? And, and no, I don't have kids, and I don't know how hard it is. And yes, I understand it's very, very hard. But enough is enough. You got a kid in a restaurant, and they're going, ah, ah, they're just screaming. And the parents are letting them. I've come so close to start screaming myself. And I'm not talking about infants and babies. I'm talking about like 10 and 11-year-olds that know better. Get these screaming-ass kids in, in, in places. I'm going to start screaming. They ain't kicking that kid out. They can't kick me out. Fuck you. Go ahead, kick me out. I won't pay for my fucking dinner. I bet you they still pay for that kid's dinner. 
They can pay for my fucking dinner. I'm tired of this bullshit in this world. We owe, we, oh, God, the children, the children, the children. We've given kids so many rights, and I don't think kids should be beaten or used as slaves or anything like that. But they shouldn't be held up as like the, 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 the kings and queens of the world. They're kids. They're still fucking eating boogers. Oh, when I come president, I ain't gonna no no, I ain't gonna ban children in restaurants. I'm gonna set up adult only airlines. And it ain't gonna be because it's sexual, it's gonna be because I don't want any fucking kids on my damn flight. Uh, my wife is a teacher at the worst school in her district, and the kids there get away with anything they want, and no one can do anything about it. She is one of those teachers that actually cares about the kids and takes a toll on her every day. Chris, this is why I stand on the side of teachers. There are a lot of these, look, look. I have a lot of friends that became teachers, and it's because they wanted to help the next generation. It wasn't because of the the gigantic salaries that teachers get. I, 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 I'm tired of the world when it comes to kids. We coddle kids so much. Oh, poor baby. Oh, I'll carry you around. I mean, really? really? I mean, mothers breastfeeding kids until they're seven? Come on. You're raising an adult, people. If my soon-to-be six-year-old is screaming in a restaurant, there will be hell to pay, and he knows it. You are a good parent. I've never seen your kid. I've never seen you around your kid. But if your kid already knows that there will be hell to pay, you've done your job so far. Friend and I have gotten up and left after we ordered our food and told the waitress, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to pay for a meal to hear a kid screaming and the parents not doing anything about it. If I wanted that ambiance, I'd stay at home. (laughs) Good for you. Hangtown Jen says, fuck, my kid started uh, slipping in school. He was not being challenged, bored, etc., but no excuse to not do well. So I pulled him out of school and took all electronics all, all away for two years. He had no choice but to embrace learning and do it well. No distractions, no disrespect. It was the best thing I ever did for him. We were at Applebee's the other night. I'm sure it was lovely. Uh, and my youngest started acting up, and I took her as home and like a good parent. Amen. Look, man. See this? this well, uh, da, da, da. let me say uh, as uh, a patron, a patron of the restaurant. Thank you, Chris. But I have to warn you. How did he say? How old his daughter was? No, he didn't. See, what you've done is you've given your kid blueprints. Oh, if they don't want to be there, if that's not their favorite restaurant to go to because it doesn't have a big animatronic rat singing to it, they just scream and they know that daddy daddy will take us home. Taking home is one, look, it's a great way, but you're giving them all of the ideas. I remember I had this conversation on the air a long time ago about what if your kid starts screaming in the store, oh, I just take them home. And I said, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Because every time you want to take that kid to the store, he's going to start to scream, and you're going to take him home. When are you ever going to get any grocery shopping done? You're allowing the kid to control all the behavior. 
tell you this right now, my kid, Arnie Jr., if I had Arnie Jr., he started screaming in the store, guess what? It's paddling time. He's going to get an open hand across that ass. If I tell him to shut up and he don't shut up, And if he keeps up, guess what? Guess what? We'll put a bag over his head. And if that's too loud, I'll shove something in his fucking mouth. Get a bar of soap and stick it in his damn mouth. Because I got to get grocery shopping done. Grocery shopping ain't going to do itself. Don't let your kids dictate the evening. But like I said, hey, Chris... I, I let me say, great job taking the kid home, because I imagine everybody at that Applebee's eating their riblets appreciated that. Uh, I flicked my kids uh, on on the mouth when they were toddlers for acting like that in restaurants. Our job is to teach them how to behave in public. Uh, easy fix: parents go into the restaurant and leave the kids in the car with the iPad. Problem solved. Uh, she threw a bigger fit in the parking lot, so she attacked, attached to her mom. Her, the punishment was removing her from mom. Brady Kid says, I've whooped my kid's ass at the car. Take them to that ice cream parlor and only order for yourself and eat it in front of them. Ooh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, I put the fear of God in my kids, and they knew better. She hit a car while throwing a fit, so her ass did get a tan in the parking lot. <laughs> A restaurant is a public place to enjoy food with others, not a space for uh, shilling to be an asshole and the parents to give in because they're afraid of being seen as a bad parent. Well, fuck that. I believe it is my job to parent and raise an adult who can dine in a restaurant without being a dickhead. The scariest scenario I ever had as a kid. True true story here. Um, I was never allowed at home. We ate most meals at home because we were below middle class. I wouldn't say we we're necessarily poor, but we were pretty close to poor. And we would eat 90% of our meals at home. Every once in a while, we'd go out. I enjoyed going out as a kid because it meant one thing. It meant I could get a soda with dinner. I don't know what it was with my parents. My parents would never, ever let me drink with food unless we were at restaurants. It's very strange, but it, 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 that was their rule, Okay. And uh, it, we had gone out to dinner like two weeks in a row. I don't know what happened. Mom got a raise or something. And the first week we went out, I spilled a drink on the table because I wasn't paying attention. I was being a stupid little kid. And, and I was embarrassed at it, horrified, if you will. Next week we went out to dinner, and we were at a Dickie's. I'll never forget it. We're at the Dickies over on over off a of Mockingbird here in Dallas, like one of the original Dickies. And I had a Dr. Pepper and I stood up and I knocked it over. This time it wasn't that big a deal to me because I just did it last week. That is until I felt a hand on my arm. Now my dad was not a very, very big man. Five foot ten, 175, 180 pounds, maybe. So he wasn't huge. The one thing he had, though, because he played piano for so many years, was he had fucking strong-ass hands. He grabbed my fucking arm. 
and I would hate playing games with him because he'd love to give me Indian Indian burns. Yeah, I know, I know that's politically incorrect, but whatever. And those things fucking hurt from him. God damn, those things hurt from him. But he grabbed my arm and he looked at me and he says, Look, if we go out to dinner again and you spill another goddamn drink, you can kiss that goodbye. We won't go out to dinner anymore, and that way you won't be able to drink with your food anymore. I am proud to say that that was over probably 43 years ago. Haven't spilled a drink at a table since. Granted, I shit my pants at a Red Robin once, but that was as an adult with somebody who I hated, my ex-wife. But but I never spilled a drink again. Why? Because my dad scared the shit out of me. That's all it took. And no, I do not spill everywhere. If I spill anywhere, it's on me. Um, I hate people that do this shit uh, with their dog, too. My husband has a cousin who thinks she's a dog psychologist and has not asserted herself as the alpha. Her dog's a piece of shit, and I hate being around him. That's a whole different story. That, 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 that's a whole different story and a whole different ass whooping. Oh, I don't like people that have bad dogs. Mm-mm. Bad dogs mean you're, you're definitely going to have a bad kid then, too. Buck, your dad was tolerant. I spilled apple juice at the table at maybe seven. I was banned, yes, banned from any drink other than water at any meal. Until I moved out, no joke. I could get a cup of juice during the day, but I was not allowed to have it with dinner. Wow. Hey, he was tougher than I got it twice. He's back in Texas stories to the best. Hey, man, look, I was raised here, and this is the way we raised, that, that kids were raised. <laughs> Does it really count as you shitting your pants if it was at a Red Robin? Isn't that kind of the go-to move there? <laughs> yeah, if you ever at the uh, the Red Robin in Lincoln, California, know that I soiled my pants right in the bar section. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a fart. I yeah, This was way before I even turned 50. Haven't done that since then. The idea these parents have now, I, and you know what? I would imagine that these school board meetings, these parents show up and go, bravo, bravo, you got rid of D's and F's. Good. Now, kid, kids should never feel failure. Kids should never feel loss. Really, kids should never feel loss. What do you do if grandma dies? That's a loss. Do you, do you hide that and cover it up? So now he's, your kid's going to have abandonment issues from grandma because, well, she went to a farm far, far away. I, I don't get it. Like, like, I don't get it because I'm not a parent. And will never be a parent. But I'll tell you this right now. I'll be truthful and honest. If I had kids, I'd be truthful and honest with them. And if you were acting like a little dickhead, I would tell you you're acting like a dickhead. A Denzel movie came out last year or two years ago. He was nominated for an Academy Award for it. 
and it was also on Broadway. But they, they show this one scene all the time. Denzel plays an overworked father back in, like, the 40s or 50s. It looked like uh, it's a period piece. And his kid comes out and asks, why didn't you never, why, did you, why didn't you ever like me? And Denzel's character goes in it. He's like, where does it say I have to like you? Hold on a second. I'm going to see if I can find the clip because this clip is worth, this is such a great clip. All right, let's see if we can. Oh, here we go. All right, here it is. Ready? Here. All right, play anytime. I'm waiting. Critics are real. Okay. Uh, is this the movie? No, this is not the Oh, this is that stupid-ass fucking West Side Story that comes out this week. You and me, forever. West Side Story, rated PG-13, only in theaters Friday. All right, here we go. Because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand don't give me my money. Come payday because he like me. He give it to me because he owe me. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Then get the hell out of my face and get on down to that A&P. Wow. Do you know what that clip said to me? That clip to me said, fuck your feelings. Am I so hung up on feelings? They weekend at Bernie Grandma. <laughs> uh, Brett's his true story. I met a chicken Lincoln Red Robin at the bar. We went straight back to her house and had stranger sex. Well worth it. Good for you. I, I just used to get the Tower Onion rings there. That's all. Uh, I mean, never had anything like that happen. Uh, all right, we'll get rid of that one there. Hangtown Gin. Uh, damn it, you asked me what that's from. Hold on. Damn it. I can get the name of the movie here. Uh, Fences. That's the name of it. Let's see. I, I want to back it up a little bit. No, I, no. Goddamn West Side Story crap. Why, why are there more musicals now? Do we really need musicals in 2021? I mean, I, what, what, what's the importance of musicals? Because I like you. Hold on a second. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my response. Pause. Let's see. Oh, wait. Oh, I got to back it up way, way back here. Here we go. Here it is. This is much better. What the hell you got to ask me? Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for. How come you ain't never liked me? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? 
What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. I asked you a question. What law is there say I, I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, you put a cell on the end of it when you talk to that me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Not because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now let's get. Here you guys go. I'll uh, I'll give you the clip. I mean, oh wait, no, it, it's not giving me the clip. It just went to Fandango and played it. Never mind. Oh, wait, it, 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 is this a clip? No, that ain't it. The movie's called Fences. That, that, that's the name of it. So there you go. All right, Brad07 had to flip his stuff over because Mixer's being a dick today. Uh, I, I can't send it, so I'm, I, I'll try later, Douglas. Uh, let's see. Uh, my nephew needs to hear this from my sister, minus the N-word. You see, she's white and my nephew isn't. Yeah, I, I would say cut that part out. But right there, I, I've seen that clip so many times recently <laughs> that it really, really does resonate more and more with me, how lucky I was. I was very, very lucky because my dad did like me. And I, I will never, ever take that for granted. My dad liked to hang out with me. And, and I realized that, that there aren't a lot of people that, that can say that. I'm very lucky for that. But that is the way you raise children. Right there. Um, so there you go. Let's see. All right. Oh, I want to say thank you to everybody. It Stephanie was the third, and I think there are like two more people after her who sent me the clip of the guy who stands next to, to Pastor Joel Osteen, and they're about to do a selfie, and the guy's laughing, and he goes, you know you're a real piece of shit, right? <laughs> And Joel Osteen just stands there and smiles, smiling for Jesus. It's fucking hysterical. If you haven't seen it, you got to go check that out. The guy's just standing there and he goes, you know you're a real piece of shit, right? Well, I, I, let me, let's see if I can find it on my phone. Uh, so good. So good. Joel 
Hey, man, you know you're a piece of shit, right? <laughs> you know, right? Right? Come on, yeah, you know. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Dude just goes up to him, flat out calls him out. I think that's fantastic. Um, Joel Osteen gives the, uh, the plumber who found the stolen $600,000 a $20,000 reward. By the way, the only reason why he gifted him twenty grand is because the plumber came out and said he was pissed that he hadn't been thanked yet. Boy, that is that that is that is punching the old gift horse in the mouth right there. Justin Colley was given a reward by Crime Stoppers of Houston just days after he said he was upset that he didn't hear a thank you from Osteen. Yeah, you know, this money that was allegedly stolen and hidden in a bathroom. I'll tell you this right now. You give me a $20,000. You, you found $600,000. <whistles> You're a plumber. You're a plumber. Ain't nobody going to know. I'm just saying. Let's put Arnie States in the role of plumber at, at a church of a man he despises. I'm going to come across them envelopes. And a lot of times these places will hire plumbers by themselves because plumbers make a lot of money. So you don't want to have too many plumbers there. He was too busy on the phone, Jesus telling him to hit his yearly quota. <laughs> But, man, I come across all them envelopes full of all that money. Guess what? My, my, my work bag got a little heavier that day. And then the next day when I don't show up to work, it's because, well, I'm out spending part of my $600,000 that miraculously came to me. Dude, you gave up on $580,000 more? And you're going to be taxed on that, dumb fuck. You know, the IRS doesn't know about what's in your work bag. I'm just letting you know. And if you spend the cash, then they really don't know. Oh, that was a real video. No, see, this is a new trend that's going around. This is, this is I, 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 I've, I've seen this trend, and they, I've seen it with somebody, a, a few more other people that will go up to them and they'll say that to the celebrity. And the celebrity doesn't know what to do, so they just smile and walk away. Look, the, the celebrities are so protected from people. This is why the, the funny thing to me is, is, is watching celebrities like Tom Cruise. You remember, in, what was it, like 10 years ago when Tom Cruise was out working the line in front of one of his movie premieres? He's shaking hands with people, taking selfies with people, being Tom Cruise. And he comes over to the interview guys, and one guy goes, hey, can I interview you? And he, he, he says, yeah. And it's a fake video, and the, the camera's hidden. And Tom, he leans in for the interview, and the guy has a, a flower lapel on that shoots water. And he shot Tom Cruise in the face with it. Right? He shot Tom Cruise in the face with the water. And Tom Cruise didn't know what to do. Tom Cruise didn't have any reactionary skills to it at all. He just kind of sat there for a second, looking, and he goes, you know, that wasn't very nice. 
It wasn't nice at all. And then he moves on down to the next one. This shows how fake celebrities are. Because I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I don't give a fuck. Motherfucker. You come up to me. Now, now look, I used to do it in the past because I knew how the game worked. And that's all Tom Cruise was doing. Look, Tom Cruise is supposed to be some kind of big-time heroic actor, and I like Tom Cruise. I don't have anything against him, except his role as Jack Reacher, and thank God Amazon's going to do Jack Reacher the, the right way. Get a guy who actually looks like the, the character of Jack Reacher. But you know that these guys can fight. You know they know how to throw a punch. I don't know if they know how to fight necessarily, but they know how to throw a punch. Nowadays, I don't give a fuck. You come up to me and you take a picture and go, you're a piece of shit. Wham! I'm going to do something. Wham might be the extreme. Me talking bad about your fat mother or how slutty your sister is or how your aunt likes to fuck dogs. I, I, I don't know. That's probably how I'll start it out. But I remember one time his mom, a guy told me he hated my guts. Going, he was going the other way on the escalator, and I, I was going, I was going up. He was going down, likely. Uh, but I was with my dad, and my dad said, "Why didn't you punch that guy?" I said, "Dad, because he's listening." Yeah, well, he held on to the guy's arm and said, "Why would you do that?" But that was that was the extent of it. I bet you people didn't fuck around too much with, I don't know, like actors like DMX. DMX would probably punch you right in the damn mouth if you said something wrong to him. But, yeah, this this is a new trend going around, and, and to me it's kind of funny to see these celebrities caught off guard to see how well they are protected in this world. But, yeah, Joel Osteen, what's Joel Osteen? By the way, what's Joel Osteen going to do? You'd figure that guy had throngs of security around him, and security would have picked this guy up by the back of his th- fucking neck and thrown him. Fucking Joel Osteen. You know, I, I got to say it. Joel Osteen has given a bad name to television preachers. Not that it had a very good name to begin with, but at least they used to have a little bit of class. They had great, and here's the other thing they had. This is the other thing, that that not many people give credit where it's due. Back in my day, the TV preachers had amazing hair. Joel Osteen has got a fucking big pubic sack on his head. He doesn't have great hair. He doesn't have Oral Roberts hair or Richard Roberts hair. God knows he ain't got Benny Hinn's hair. And he ain't got the power of Benny Hinn either, where he can knock you down with his damn sport coat. You just look at Joel Osteen and go, really? You even believe in God? You're not old enough. Yeah, I want I want my I want my healers and, and, and my big preachers to be one of two things black or old. And old and black is even better. But you can't have young... Look, look, he, for anybody who grew up going to church, 
He looks like the cool youth minister. That's what he looks like. He drives Ferraris around. He's not the old school healer driving around. He ain't Billy Graham. He ain't Jimmy Swaggart. We'll call him a charlatan. That's what he is, a charlatan. There you go. Enough about that story and that piece of shit, Joel Osteen. Um, I this is fun. This story, this story's getting. I I like how the NBA and ESPN is not playing this story up at all. Boston Celtics have a guy whose name is Ennis Cantor. And he's legally changed his name to Ennis Freedom. And he is one of the only players in all of the NBA speaking out against China. China. He's written messages on his shoes about it. He's talked about it publicly. And nobody says anything because, well, the NBA has a massive deal with China. The, the people that run the NBA are so upset with Mr. Freedom that they've even attacked his choice of footwear. I uh, said, before the game at Madison Square Garden, two gentlemen from the NBA begged me to take the shoes off. Uh, because the shoes simply said free Tibet. Chris, I'm right there with you. This guy has been open and, and he's called out LeBron James. Because let, let me just tell you something. You can't make a big stance for a movement like Black Lives Matter and then profit off of slavery. And, and, and I'm not over-exaggerating. And I think you guys know I'm not over-exaggerating right now. The workplaces in China where a kid has to work 10 hours a day and he maybe takes home two cents, by the legal definition, he's getting paid for his work. No. No. And by the way, if he fucks up a shoe, guess what? He don't get paid. How do you think that would work in America? Let's say you're working in an assembly line somewhere and, and you, you have a, a moment where you, you just check out and all of a sudden you fuck up something. It didn't kill nobody at the plant. You just fucked up something. Let, let's say you make, I don't know, transistor radios. Well, that's too old. Uh, let's say you make, I don't want to say shoes because ain't no fucking place in America making shoes, but we'll say shoes. You fuck up a pair of shoes. You don't completely ruin them, but you fuck them up. These are going to go to the factory outlet store because they're not 100% perfect. You're not docked a day's salary for a new pair of shoes. You're not docked for that. They might yell at you. If you do it too many times, they might uh, write you up. If you keep doing it over and over again, they'll fire you. But they aren't going to dip into your personal fucking wealth and take it away from you. But see, they do that in China. Kid fucks up a pair of shoes, bam, 
no pay, and then he owes. So he's got to work there to work off his debt. Pretty genius, isn't it? But this guy is calling the NBA out, and I think he should. He's he's really going to become a martyr, I think, because I, I don't see him playing a long time in the league. The league will find a way to bounce him out. Right now he plays in Boston. Who knows, next year he could be on, I don't know, I don't want to say the Kings because I don't know if they're that shitty anymore, but he could be on the Kings. All for the simple fact that he called out the atrocities happening in China. God forbid. All right, let's see. We'll do uh, this. This, this, There was a story yesterday uh, that was sent to me by Douglas, and I didn't get to it, and then Found it again last night. This is such a sad story in India. Police are alleging that a teenager was arrested after he beheaded his 19-year-old sister. Oh, good God. Is it because... You are not... No, no. By the way, by the way, fathers shouldn't probably be doing that either. They shouldn't be beheading their daughters. That's just, I'm going to, once again, not a parent. Police in Vajupar, Maharashtra, er, ah, Maharashtra, Maharashtra. Oh, oh, okay, Vajupar, uh, Maharashtra. That's uh, that, that's over there by Clemson. I don't know if you guys found that funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Um. Uh, told the outlet that the unnamed woman's husband said they married against the wishes of her family and she was two months pregnant with their child. Holy shit. And that guy did know. He didn't buy this shit then. She's two months pregnant and... You are not... There he is. He's cutting that goddamn head off. Uh, At the time, the woman was living with her husband, and she invited her mother and brother, who have also not been named by authorities, into her home for tea when they came to visit her Sunday. Okay, so her and her husband got a baby, and they got married against will. And mom and little brother showed up. All right, good. That is when the brother took out a scythe. Holy shit, he, he uh-huh, brought him a sling blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call it a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. Mm-hmm. Better have me some biscuits and taters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is he funny gay or funny ha-ha? <laughs> Once again, I don't care if it's not funny to you. I'm laughing. Uh no, I do care. I want you guys to be entertained, too. Uh, that's when the brother took out a seat and struck her four times and beheaded her. Question, flag on the play. He took out a big-ass seat, right? And he hit her four times? And her husband was there? What the fuck? Is that husband a pussy of the year? 
I mean, I understand the kid pulling the seeth out, I guess. I, I don't understand yet. I, I, I can picture it. Motherfucker, you pulling out a seeth, though, and you're fixing to hit my new wife? Yeah, you ain't, you ain't going to get one shot across if I'm there, let alone four. You have a way of making the story a lot lighter than it. I try, man. It's my job. So, uh, he hit her in the head four fucking times. Then they, uh, the husband was asleep. I think that shit would wake his ass up. I know if somebody's going to be bed in my house after the third chop. They picked up the head and kept it outside the house in the yard and left the body inside? What the shit kind of voodoo weird shit is that? They took the head. That's not their property. That's his property. The sleeping husband. He woke up to a lady without a head. He's like, fucking perfect. Uh... I don't think this needs to be written. The woman's husband stayed home from work (laughs) the next Sunday. Woke up to the noise and was able to escape the scene. Okay, okay, I I read that wrong here. Okay, so he he stayed at home. He was at home, in bed sick, woke up to the scuffle, and then was able to leave. So what, what, what chop did he show up? Was it one, two, three, or four? Oh, fuck, she's gone. I'm out. He was able to escape. The mother and brother later visited the police station to confess to the murder before authorities found the teenager's body on the inside of the house and the head outside. I don't think they have a great street presence. They're not on patrol <laughs> in Vegemar Maharashtra. They're not just driving down the road, <laughs> drinking their fizzy bubbly, talking about the old ladies back at the house. You know, my wife the other day, she, she actually tried to show off a little bit of her nose. I said, woman. And you got you got a picture of me speaking Indian right now. Woman, you better cover that damn nose up. Hey, hey, is, is that a head in the yard? Uh, I wonder if the body's on the inside. Let's stop and take a look. Yeah, I think they got other shit to worry about there. That's a headline story, right? Uh, the police report that uh, has the charges listed as murder for both the Underage boy and his mother, as the teen was sent to a juvenile home, and the mother is in custody. Wow. Paravaharis said police are waiting to determine if the woman was pregnant. India's National Crime Bureau reports <laughs> reported 23 honor killings. Fucking A. Which CNN claims uh, the facts in this case are to the country in 2020. Honor killings are when a male family member murders a woman in the family and claims she brought dishonor upon the family. Holy shit, man. 
I don't know if they can do that to dudes, but, man, I would have been honor killed a bunch of times. All the shame I brought on the family. Good God. Yeah, EGB, they have police there, but you can't think it's like our, you know, like our police. They aren't sitting there, and you got the vice in one department. I don't know how the fuck they do undercover. Well, I do because I don't know how you could tell them apart. They're all wearing the same shit, same baggy shit. All got them sandals with the big, you know, twirly girls at the end. Ah, yes, I work undercover. Oh, yes, me too. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. I do apologize. Uh, I'd have been killed before my second birthday, right? Jesus. Oh, my God. That is such a sad story. I'm glad I can make it good for everybody. But really, I mean, seriously, okay, so he's home. Wait, wait, wait. We got to go over this shit one more time. So the dude's home sick, okay? He's laying in the bed. Now, wouldn't he know that that mom and brother coming over? Was this just a a random show up? Because, I mean, don't women have to get, you know, permission to leave the house and then have guests? I'm not sure how it all works. He's sitting there, and... They didn't even argue. See, that's the part that, I, that, that, that that's I, I'm having a problem with. It Usually you don't go straight from, hey, would you guys like tea, to sitting down and then you get your head lopped off. I'm betting that when little, see, this is the problem I have is with, with, with a dude that got away. I, and, and, and by the way, let me just say, I am not picturing gigantic mansion where he's sleeping like 5,000 feet away. I'm figuring this is kind of close space. And when Junior pulls out the seat, that's a pretty scary weapon. I would probably make a noise if somebody was at my house and pulled out a seat. I'd be like, shit. And then he hits her, not once, not twice, not even three times, but four times is the winner, winner. He was able to escape. I mean, he didn't even know the shit was out there on his front yard. Oh, my God. That's fucking terrible. That's so bad. I don't know if it's as bad as this last story is going to be. All right. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to hell. Fuck, we're still over in that region, too. God damn it. Okay, at least we're in Dubai now. Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown. Oh, good. A big crackdown. Well. I, I lost it already. They've conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants that receive Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. The state-run Saudi press... I love, by the way, I love American papers that take stories from them. And they always put in there, the state-run 
state-run Saudi press agency reported with over 40 camels disqualified from the annual pageant. You are not... If you think that I misread because I've had quite a few mistakes reading today, oh, I didn't. No, this was a camel beauty contest. Like, there are guys out there who are judging the most beautiful camel. Saudi Arabia's popular king, Abu Zazi Camel Festival, which is kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders and the most beautiful camels. Let's read this like it's on ABC this week. Saudi Arabia is popular. Wait, wait, wait. Get, get. Check, check. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Saudi Arabia's popular King Camel Festival, which kicked off earlier this month, invites breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some of the $66 million in prize money. I mean... It's a camel beauty contest. Botox injections, facelifts, and other cosmetic alterations to make the camels more attractive is strictly prohibited. I mean, come on. Come on. Oh... Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camel's head, necks, humps, dress, and postures. Your humps? Your lady humps? Judges at the month-long festival. It would take you a month to find a fucking attractive camel. Uh... They're, they're clamping down on artificially enhanced camels, the official news agency reported. This year, authorities discovered dozens of breeders have stretched out lips, noses of camels, used hormones. Fucking A, just stop. It's a fucking camel. I know that we got dog shows and everything. But, 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 but people are getting... That, that, no! No, at least the P, look, look, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it so everybody else doesn't have to. Arnie will be the racist here. Them people that go to the AKC show are not fucking the winner afterwards. This is, I am telling you right now that when them, 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 when they parade the camels out, like they're just big pieces of meat anyway, I'm going to tell you. There are guys in the crowd masturbating. I, I, I said it. I said it. I guarantee. All right. Entry number uh, 6122. This is uh, Saji's Promise. Start walking the camel down. Oh, she is very good looking. Oh, I think I like her. Oh, I think I love her. Huh, no one's watching. Might as well take advantage. Jerking off during a damn camel beauty contest. 
What the fuck is wrong with you people? How do you even explain that to people? Hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to the Camel Beauty Contest. Uh, uh, Come again? The Camel Beauty Contest. Yeah, my dad got tickets. This is this is rolling in the Northeast. Yeah, my pops got tickets to the the Camel Beauty Contest. See if I can take one of them broads and you know give her the big kajool. Is that one Fergie song popular in the festival? Uh, I'd bring along Kim Kardashian to help me dress up my camel because she has the most <laughs> resembled the competition. Marty says, are you, are you sure? I've seen some fucked up shit on the internet. Oh, I, I'm guaranteeing that there's probably a section for it. Uh, yeah, I, I've got tickets two and one and two over there in the masturbating side. <laughs> Special Kale, the Camel Beauty Contest. Come again? I sure hope so. <laughs> When you mentioned camel toe, this is not what I expected. No. No, they love to toe a camel there. Man, oh, man, they're looking for that toe a camel. Come here, you. Man, I, I swear the world is such a fucked up place. And, you know, this, here's the bad part. Is that there are probably people over in that side of the world who think the exact same shit about us and dogs or fish or, or something that they find just horrible and repulsive. You know, Rosie O'Donnell. But can you imagine they're sitting over there in their huts? They're, they're watching their TV station, all 50 of them that live in the same hut. Hashtag Slumdog Millionaire. And they're, they're watching shows about us and like, oh my God, I can't believe they do that. Oh, oh, they kiss the dog. They kiss the dog. Why don't they eat the poop? Fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> Done with that goddamn story. Fuck. A camel beauty contest. What the actual shit is wrong with our country? Oh, wait, that's not in our country, our world. Uh, All right, I think that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Last day tomorrow. And by the way, oh, I meant to say this earlier. Man, I really fucked up this week. I did, I did. We didn't do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch on Wednesday. So we will do that tomorrow, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Tomorrow, greatest military uh, characters. Do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, last song of cover, uh, last day of cover songs. Got some good ones for you. So there you go. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.